What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 164 of Ghost in the Night, a paranormal and true crime podcast. And tonight we're doing true crime. We're eh. diving deep into the serial killer world eh. with Mr. Dennis Nielsen, eh. the Moswell Hill murderer. This is the stupidest fucking that murderer name ever. This fucking name ever. This is the guy, the AKA the guy that kills people. He's AKA often, Pokey Poke Stab Man. He's often been referred to as the British Dahmer. That was a good belly grumble. That was. I, was, I hope he picked up on I the I hope he did too. Uh, the British Dahmer. However, there are a lot there, of similarities. There are some similarities, but I think they're. The similarities are very poignant, I guess. Right. Um, there are some, but you know, he wasn't into cannibalism. Um, <laughs> I'm saucy. I'm he's, sauce the fuck up. I actually, I had a fucking, I was going to text you just to, just to, to fucking uh, humor me and be like, when you hear that door close, be like, oh my, is this Stone Cold Steve Austin? Because that's how fired up I've been all night. I was walking around the kitchen. I was like, you're dealing with the goddamn Texas rattlesnake, the baddest son bitch this side of Mississippi. I would have queued up the broken glass entrance music. That what? Was funny. That Let was me tell you something, Mean Gene. Even though Stone Cold never dealt with Mean Gene, I don't believe I used to. I, I wrestled with with Flying Brian Pillman, and then I moved on up to the East Side, and I became the the Texas Rattlesnake. And I drank Miller Light, and then for a while I drank Coors Light because the South African brewery bought out Miller Miller Brewery from philip morris and then they bought miller they bought course and made miller course the sad thing is i remember when stone cold was stunning steve and that the fucking receding hairline and the uh and was <laughs> with uh brian Pillman. of course brian Pillman, <laughs> big big here yeah well was well was was you know miami grad had a tryout and a little stint a little Splash with the Bengals there's and I've always found probably this still to this day the single well, biggest consumer of steroids in the in probably. the Cincinnati area. I was always fascinated. He was a nose he was like an all American nose tackle. Well look at him. He was a fucking he was five <laughs> feet tall and he weighed two hundred and eighty pounds. But I, I will in that special I watched about him, you know, the defensive line coach or the strength coach for the Bengals is the one who introduced him and got him into a, he had some wrestling contacts. And then he met up with Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh, and he became Flying Brian Pillman, the most muscle-bound person to fly over five feet off the mat. This is not a wrestling podcast. It we, is now. We might as well just do one eventually. I've been doing a lot of Jesse Ventura as well. Uh, but like I said, tonight we're talking uh, serial killer Dennis Nielsen. But before we get started that... I'm going to do the whole podcast in Jesse Ventura verse. Oh, now, Dennis Nielsen was a murderer. And as you all know, I was the governor of Minnesota. And I'm very close friends with Alex Jones. In the Navy SEAL school, they taught me how to hold my breath in lemon jello for seven minutes. Uh, hold on, let me do this before we get started. <laughs> it's a fucking long day. I've been fucking on one. Oh, 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 fuck it. I just, <laughs> that's my 600th milligram of caffeine, not including not energy drinks today. God. Okay. Uh, my we, kidney is failing as we speak. Before we uh, dive Might down. Well kill the, the liver while we're at it. Go ahead, Bob. Before we dive down the serial killer rabbit hole and butcher our souls and die a little bit inside talking about this shit, it happens. It's true. What? Celebrities die in three. Oh, Bob Saget. Bob Saget, which, you know, first. 
Fuck, man. We uh, gotta. I, I don't know why that reminded me. We gotta work in the TikTok screamy meme from TikTok next week. Okay. I forgot to pull TikToks to put up on the on the. Well, fuck. We can't put them up on YouTube right now. Right now. Well, I'm still working on that. I think I've, I'm gonna. I gotta figure that other one out. Uh, but John Madden, which I'll be honest with you, I was kind of shocked. I thought John Madden was already, already dead. dead. Whatever. But I thought know, he died before Pat Sumrall. No, I. I, I I thought he was that just he's been out of the limelight for so long. I mean, and then he should have died when his game angel, started to suck. The angel that is Betty White. Betty White. And then Bob Saget. Well, when did he die? Friday? Saturday? Night? Sunday. Sunday? Yeah, because I saw it on a TikTok. Yeah, because I was sitting at Better Half's house watching TV with her dad, and I was just scrolling on my phone through Instagram. I was like, oh, Bob Saget died. Man, Danny, Danny my belly's going off. Bob Saget was the most fascinating fucking because the guy the two the the two major roles he had on television were the complete opposites of who he was. Well, Danny on, Taylor and the guy from fucking in him as himself on America's Funniest Home Videos right. with the jackalope. America's dad. He was the white <laughs> Cosby. Did they ever find out what happened? Uh, I don't think it's come out yet. I haven't heard. What, well, when I first I'm saw it, 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 like all the reports had come out like within an hour of me seeing it. He did a show that night and died in the hotel. But I'm I'm going to go out on him and say heart attack. You know, he was 65, but he was fascinating because he was that wholesome Danny Tanner, and then on stage in the, his comedy stand-up, what comedy stand-up? Redundant. His comedy act was raunchy as fuck, and I got a kick out of it. You ever watch Entourage? I've seen it. You know, he did some guest spots there, mm-hmm. and you know, he was. Raunchy as fuck. Yeah, and just seeing him, and then going thinking about his role in Full House, which I never really watched Full House that much. I mean, I was everywhere you do. I mean, it was all right. I mean, I, I can't say I didn't watch it, but I saw a few. But I, you know, he was a wholesome father on that show, and then talking about licking asses and shit on stage. God love him. But the Betty White things got me fucked. I've, yes, he was 99. But I've come to one vision on this. You know, if you are familiar with the Bible, or my interpretation of the Bible, there's two gods, two different type gods. You know, the uh, New Testament God is more loving, do what you know. You got some free will, you know, make your choice. The Old Testament God, bit of a dick. The New Testament God is a zoomer, and the Old Testament God is a boomer. You know, Old Testament God is a lit, you know, he burned the shit down. He'll burn the house down just to prove a fucking point. New Testament God is Peter Griffin. Old Testament God is Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Do I look like someone who knows what a JPEG is? So taking Betty White at 90 fucking nine just wasn't that far out, what, a month away from fucking 100 and taking her ass? Kind of a dick move. Fuck Betty White. (gasps) <gasps> Bite your tongue. I said it. She was a national. She trainer. was a fucking bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the funny thing about that is, was it People or Time or one magazine did a story on her about making a hundred? <laughs> Whoops! Way to jinx that, dickheads. She's probably up there going, "Motherfucker, they fucked me." All right. Anyway, my just my thought of the day. There is something to the celebrities dying of three, and I think there is something to that twenty-seven club. Morrison, Hendrix, yeah, Janis Joplin. Was that just a sidebar? Yeah, I was gonna say like, you who the fuck died that. at twenty seven? You know, all the you know the famous a lot of the. Famous, no, I know, like like yeah. this, like recently. Oh no, but I I think that's something we should cover. We might do an episode on the twenty seven club. Just sit here and Kirk listen and go. Good night.
But anyway, that's interesting. Okay, just get to Well, see. Kurt Cobain was killed by Courtney Love. We don't have proof of that. A good suspicion. We don't not have it's Courtney Love and Dave Grohl. Don't know. <laughs> Dave Grohl had nothing to do with it. The bass player, that's one reason. He was the reason I really was not a big Nirvana fan. The bass player, I just wanted to punch in the fucking throat. Kick him right in the nuts. He just annoyed the fuck out of me for some reason. Don't ask me why. I don't know shit about the bass player. He's just annoying. Anyway, no offense. No offense. If you're All right, let's get to the British Dahmer. Brahmer. Brahmer, Dahmer. Jeffrey. Um, February 1983. The Brahma Bull. The Rock says. I don't know why I'm, I'm so wrestling. Starting at the end because this is fucking crazy. February 1983. We're doing it backwards. Like I, the same way I like to run through cornfields. We're tapping that ass from behind. Because I don't want to look at, I don't want to look at, I don't want them to see the shame on my face. <laughs> February 1993. A plumber. For A plumber is called to. Oh, um, yeah. An apartment building. A house was divided into apartments. A flat. What I, yes. Because the sewage is backed up. People can't flush the shit. There's poop. There's a lot of poop There's coming poop out. poop everywhere. He goes out test to it opens the drain. You know, the uh, access drain, I guess. The and poop see, receptacle. See something that looks like poop. And this is at Cranley Garden. He, yeah, Cranley Garden. That sounds uh, like something that would make you poop. Yes. He opens a drain, finds something that resembles flesh. Flesh. Looks fleshy. Flesh of my flesh, blood flesh, of my like, blood. Fleshy. Like Khaleesi. He closes that shit up. You, I would hope you wouldn't find a flashlight down there. That's big money. You don't flush those things. Not in 1983 either. You wouldn't find yeah. that shit. If uh, you spend money, good money on a flashlight, you don't get rid of that. You turn it into like a decorative vase when you're done with it. The uh, You put a single flower down in there. The Him and the gentleman with the... Let's close this up and go think about this for a while. Close up the poop hole. Came back the next day. Grabbed said, the poop flesh. Looked, looked at it again. Shit didn't change. Still fleshy. A bit fleshy. So what they, they found do? a fleshy hole. What did they do? They called the police, which I would... Good move. Yes. Let's get some people down here uh, to look at it. But So upon inspection at this oh. uh, access point to the drainage, they uh, said, okay, this might be flesh. They took, they picked up samples, took them to get uh, analyzed to see if it's human. And who lived on the third floor of this building? Mr. Dennis Nielsen. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Spoiler alert, he's a killer. And the dumb fuck was flushing the shit down. And that's the story. Have a good night. Thank you for coming. Thank you for waiting. So it is very, this, the balls on this man. We're tiny. Oh, or no, they were huge. They were huge. Small his, wiener, huge balls. His brain was not flushing body parts. We'll get to how, why he did it and how he did it here in a little bit. But let's dive into the... Let's get to know the man. Exactly. The making of a killer. I'm doing my... Sending out some messages. Uh, Mr. See Dennis if we can get more, more eyes in here. Uh, Mr. Nielsen, we'll call him Mr. for right now, because as of right now, at this point in his life, he's not a killer. He's not a douchebag. He's just a little baby. I was going to say, what does he go to after he becomes a killer? Mr. Killer Nilsson. Yes. Uh, he was Kilson. born November 23rd, 1945, year of our Lord. 
the year of which Hitler. one we don't know, good or the dickish one, we don't know. Dick. Uh, he came from a broken home. His dad uh, was an absentee. Uh, he gone. He out. He couldn't deal with that crazy bitch. Never gone. He. They got a, they got a divorce, and naturally, uh, his mother, that hooker, remarried. As well, his dad did. was a dick anyway. His dad was a bit of a dick. His dad was, was a fucking, where was he from? He was a, uh, uh, a uh, Swede or a Norwegian. Norwegian, that's right. He's he a was Viking. A, yeah. Yeah. He was a fucking Viking. They're dicks. Well, he and was, he was also an asshole. He was a berserker. Like, he apparently, like, had no, didn't give a fuck about the fact that he was married he 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 can they conceived all three of their children while he was like just visiting their mom at her parents house he's a fucking genius because he wasn't he wouldn't like just try to buy a home for him and his family that cock bag for dennis olav jr and un sylvia all his father olav magnus maxheim yeah he had a fucked up day but fucking piece of shit Dennis drew the short end of the straw when it comes to parents not only do you have a dick for a father his mother was a bit of a twat, as we might say here at the GTI and the, the poop studios. The poop she studios. She ignored Dennis. She had other children, and she had other children with his, her new hubby. She ignored Dennis. She was a little, how can we say this, repulsed by Dennis. She thought he was weird. He was fucking weird. Oh, but at a, More on that coming up. Yes, he was, but at a, this young age... You don't know what. Yeah, you. There's all definitely are, some weird kids at that all age. All kids are a little. All kids are a little fucked up in their baby. As soon as they start talking, they don't quite have a grasp of grammar. This is my favorite dicks. drink because it tastes like purple, and purple is my favorite color. Purple's not a flavor, Janet. You stupid fucking idiot. It tastes like grape. Yeah. Or if it's Gatorade, some other fucking color or Kool-Aid because they feel like making shit <laughs> taste different. Like, why the fuck is there a cloudy white cherry Gatorade? It's quite lovely and delicious, but why is it white? I don't know. They washed, they washed all the know. fucking color out of it. A little semen. Somebody likes semen. Kinda. I don't know. It's a like really thin semen. fit in here. It's the story. Semen. Okay. Uh, did us... Like I said, his father was absentee. Father didn't left. They got divorced. Mother was a bit of a bitch. Didn't love him. Didn't show him affection. Kind of thought he was an idiot, which obviously she was psychic, but that's not the point. He became very close with his grandfather. He idolized his grandfather. Yes, they would take long walks. They would take long walks. His grandfather, from what I understand, kind of fucking stupidly long. But his, on his grandfather's shoulders, and his, every once in a while, his little siblings would come with him. But Dennis's grandfather was the only one that would pay him attention, would actually touch him, hug him, show him any <coughs> kind of love. <coughs> so then, shut up. They listened, and some dickhead parked in my spot. I know. Doom, 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 fucking mariachi band. Uh, but like I said. His grandfather loved him. His grandfather was a fisherman, would sit and tell him stories about on the open waters. But unfortunately, in 1951, when Dennis was either five or six, I don't know exactly the date that his grandfather passed away. So he's either (laughs) five or six, and at a very young age, he lost his grandfather. The one person on this planet that showed him affection. 
He died at sea the way he would have wanted. Maybe. I don't know. How Who? I, oh. I, I, I like Bob Saget. Oh, get back a sec. I will be very disappointed if he was found hanging from the closet like, uh, what's his name? Like Robin Williams? No. You know, the whole stuff, choking masturbation thing. Um, like, uh, what's his name? Carity. Me? Was there a rock star oh, guy yeah, that did that too? From uh, NXS. Uh, Hutchinson. Uh, sure. Yeah. NXS. Died like that. You know, could only get off when they jacked off, or could only get off when they were jacking off by strangling themselves. But that's a story for another day. Hello, my mother's here, and I'm talking about strangulation jacking off. Great. Oh. Perfect timing, dear. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Dennis Nilsson's grandpa. No, okay. So Dennis. His grandfather dies when he was five, six years old. Now, this probably, honestly, was the beginning, the making of the murderer. You got this, right? Um. Well, how in depth do you want to get with uh, victims? You know, I mean, you really don't have to because, like, it, okay, it was, like what, when what, I was outlining this and shit, it's very frustrating because for the saying. number of murders, yes, for the number of murders, they're almost all identical. I will give Dennis credit for this. The motherfucker was consistent. Yes. He didn't vary from his... In very weird ways. He didn't vary from his... So there's no need to go through all, like I said, 15, 16 victims. Yeah. There's no need he to did everything the same, like fucking Nickelback. Oh, God. Here we go. No Nickelback rants. This is how to remind me of my dead granddad. Uh so we'll, you know, we'll get how the ball got rolling, how that snowball started rolling down the hill. Oh, there's a lot of balls in there's this story. A lot of balls in this story, but I think the, sweaty, hairy balls. I think the death of his grandfather was the catalyst that it was the breaking point him mentally and created that hole that he was trying to fill, which we will get into later. Why he killed? Oh, he filled some holes later, or vice versa. I don't know. I never saw the details on that part. Because I'd be interested know, to know. At five or six years old, that that is a bit young to experience death. But his mother did not handle it properly. I mean, it goes one of two ways. Either you break down and you become a psycho killer, or you be a fucking man and you pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you put on your car heart and you go to work. Yes, I agree. And then you go down the street to the local market and you buy yourself a stone IPA. Hell yeah. If you buy a st- IPA, go fuck yourself. I want to try it just because it's Stone Cold's beer. Oh, yeah, he, he's got an IPA. I just lost all respect for him. Oh, he's a big beer guy. Yeah, but IPAs. No, like a real beer. Like he has that. Like he, I've seen, have you ever seen the video of him trying girly drinks? No. It's hilarious. They give him like Manhattans and Cosmos. He's like, it's all right. I wouldn't get it. I mean, it's a, and then there's one, I forget what it was. He's like, no, it's pretty fucking good. I just give everybody. <laughs> listening and watching all 10 of you you're being fucking generous right now so i'm talking about listening and watching later. oh no we get plenty of listeners god damn it we have at least a thousand people listening really yeah oh yeah i didn't know that we're famous you know what that means i'm getting a fake ass like the kardashians okay uh where was i at but no getting back to ipa before we get back to disney with you I do not want a flavored fucking beer. You know what? I want my beer to be flavored as I do like beer. I do like flavored beers. I I just don't like IPAs. 
They're just hot bombs. Yeah. And they're, they're just bitter as fuck. Yeah. They, they fucking suck. It's fucking yuppie white trash bullshit. It's A like white person to develop that. It's like, you know, white people are the root, are cruel and the spurge, the scourge, or whatever the word I'm looking for on this society. We I, are. I don't disagree with being that. Being white, I can say that. Or being any color, you can say that. Yeah. We've fucked over a lot of motherfuckers, but the worst thing we've done is make IPAs. Make IPAs. Here we go. We're gonna get. Let's get to the facts here. The worst thing the white people in the world have done is create IPAs. Not the fucking Holocaust. <laughs> not the Crusades. Not killing our Lord and Savior Jeebus Christler. Uh, not slavery. None of all of that pales in comparison to pale. Ales. In my defense, I was not around for any of that other shit. I say I, that all the time. I was around for the fucked up IPA bullshit. Somebody wanted me to go get I go to an, those IPA bars. I looked at that. See, I, I like going to craft breweries, and like okay. I, I'm not going to get it. I'll try an I'm IPA. That, I've had IPAs that I like. I'm that asshole that goes to those places. Say, hey, I get a Bud Light. I mean, I might end up on that, but okay. like, I like to go and try them. No, and if I find one I like, if, if I find a beer I like, but it's ne- it's very rarely an IPA. The one that really bothers me is all those fucking assholes that drink like stouts and shit. Go fuck yourselves. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're out here. I, yeah, can, what can I get you, honey? Yeah, I'd like a beer that I have to chew. That'd be great. If I'm picking beer out of my teeth. Yeah, like Guinness. Fuck off. Oh god, I don't. Want I've to heard it's great. If like in Europe though, okay. I've heard it's a totally different thing. I don't know why. Now, can we I'd imagine back? since they because they probably send it over here, and since it's America, they just like put fat and calories into it yeah. oh is that is that cake going to the, the u.s don't forget to add the trans fat to it uh fucking hate pikes since, since i've insulted many races already let's get back to the podcast let's get back to serial killer Demi- this no. is the podcast uh like a, we were talking about his grandfather's death this was the catalyst hefeweizens can fuck off too who's hefeweizens that's a beer oh what if your beer has more than three fucking syllables, eat a fat sack of dicks. Who wants to walk up to a bar and be like, yeah, can I get a Hefeweizen, please? I'd be like, yeah, can you go back and fucking like burn or cut off your goddamn Iron Cross tattoo, Hitler? You fucking piece of shit. You want a sausage with that too, Heinrich? Uh, okay, we're going, we're going back to... Uh... Uh, Dennis Nielsen. Fuck it. Let's just not even have a subject. Let's just no. talk about let's talk about beer and fucking like our preferred shade of butthole. No, I don't want. No, I don't know. Well, we can talk about that later when we get. I like my buttholes like I like my Crayola crayons. Tickle me pink, uh, macaroni orange. You know, periwinkle. Uh, all right. The death of his grandfather sparked something, or I. I don't want to say spark something, but it took something away from young Dennis and his mother's how his mother handled this was shitty. <laughs> she did not handle coping with death and teaching a kid about death very well. And that there seems to be an ongoing theme of, at that of, time, of lacking you know, parenting. It is common to have viewings and, you know, to see a dead body now at five and six, that's a little <clears> questionable. Maybe, maybe a little questionable, but if you're going to let a five or six year old see a dead body, you have to come up with, you can't come up with a cover story. 
you have to be honest. Put like clown makeup on it or something. You, ha- you, know, you have to tell them, even a five and six year old is not stupid. Here's what you do. Here's how you make it easier for kids to view bodies at, at wakes and shit like that. I don't know. Do you view bodies at wakes? I don't know. I'm not Catholic. But uh, here's what you do. You put the clown makeup on them and you rig them up like a jack in the box. Oh, you're a prick. You are a first guy. So it's like, okay, co- okay, little Timmy, come see dead grandpa. <laughs> and like, there's a, I do not like going to funerals. It's not because of dead bodies. Dead bodies. There's a reason for it, and it goes along along that line. Is it because of the smell of death? Because not of the dead person, but all the old people that are probably going to die soon. My mother can attest to this story if she's still in the. Uh, Jesus Christ, she's talking to you. Yeah. Uh, my mother can attest to this story if she's still watching, which after talking about choking and jacking off, she probably left with a quickness. Uh, Halloween one year. I was, I don't want to say I was five or six, but I was seven, eight, nine. I would have guessed somewhere in that range. Uh, we went to what appeared to be a funeral. There was a casket, chair set up. And they're kind of doing their thing, and I'm sitting there. And next thing I know, that motherfucker in the casket rose the fuck up. Phil, being the young lad that I was, literally shit his pants and said, screamed like a little girl. Literally? No, not literally. Damn it, it would have made the better so much better. Probably. I would I just say it would have made the better so much better. I quit. Let's start this over. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure there was a skid mark. I probably peed a little too. Let's be honest. Of course, there's a skid mark. We're men. Women can wear thongs for three days straight and they will be clean as a whistle. If I even look at a pair of underwear, there's a shit stain in it for a week. That's actually not true. I'm actually, I'm pretty good about not getting poopy stains in my underwear. But you got to wad up the toilet paper and put a man pawn up there. But they had, you know, it was a gag. You know, it was Halloween. It was a gag. So one of (coughs) my mother's friends who, you know, I haven't seen in a while but he's still with us thank god even though he after this story he deserves to die no he does not but he was we're fucking coming for you you know family friend him and his wife grew up with my mother and my biological father they'd known each other since school but i do hold a little bit of a grudge yeah no shit i'm scarred i'm lucky i didn't become a serial killer over that the funeral serial killer, or am I? Do do do. No, anyway, okay. But his mother did not. Dennis's mother did not handle this right. She gave him typical bullshit, you know, statements like, "Oh, he's just not feeling well. He's sleeping." <laughs> she didn't come out and say, "The fucker died. He's not here no more. He was here. Now he's not here." In a gentler way, I might add. He, that's the way it should be handled. I don't know. I feel like you should just walk up and when they're like, what's wrong with grandpa and mommy? Just be like, he's fucking dead, bro. Stop being a little bitch about it. I mean, now, if you stop, that, if you stop being a whiny little fuck, maybe I'll get you a happy meal. That I get the toy. Better, fuck you. That would, that probably would be better than the way Dennis's mom handled the shit. Grandpa's sleeping forever. Yes. The dirt nap. He's bought a farm. In Northamshire. But she took Dennis to the viewing. Dennis saw this body or corpse of his dead grandfather. And this is probably where his fascination with death. And he saw the dead body and his asshole puckered with excitement. We'll get to that. I think I think it's a little bit more complex. I, I think 
You think it did more than pucker? No, I don't think it pucker. I I don't. Well, I'll get into it. But you're gonna have to stick around to find out. Okay, there's an interesting thought. But he combined the one person that showed him affection <laughs> and death. It just joined right there. This became his fascination with death, <laughs> and he related death with love and affection, basically, you know, that young mind. But things did not. So this scarred him. His life did did not get any better. Like a lot of serial killers, he realized one thing. As he grew older, I can kill people. No, as he got his teenage years, he realized one thing. He was gay. He was gay. Yeah, which is let's be honest, common. You know, Dahmer. That is one of the similarities with Dahmer. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, there's something to be said because I'm pretty sure Richard Ramirez had a little. homoeroticism in him probably i don't know if he was gay like all the way all day gay but i'm pretty sure he had something going on well those satanic it's very it's very common eileen warnos was a lesbian or at least wasn't she really butt ugly oh my god yeah she looked like a fucking she she looked like what did she look like she looked like if somebody took young christopher walken and then cross that young Christopher Walken with like somebody who has a crown, a woman that has a crown, and on that crown it says Queen of the Trailer Park. And then they beat the shit out of that person with a stick that was on fire and encrusted with broken glass and then pissed out the flames and then did plastic surgery, but instead of skin grafts, they took the skin off of like a diseased donkey with manges buttocks and then put that on the person's face and then just kind of rubbed some dirt on it. And then instead of having teeth, they just put like, like gum colored Play-Doh in their mouth and sat there and flicked like partially yellow chiclets into it and just let them land. However, they stuck. That's what Eileen Warnos looks like. painting a very vivid picture for me. Look her up. That's spot on. Or I don't ghost. Know. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about at this point. Oh, uh, he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and back to the real important facts. You know, gay. But that is a similarity with Dom. Similarity with Dom. Dahmer. Dahmer. Uh, a similarity with Dammer. Yes. I have a. This, I started thinking about this. <clears throat> now, Dahmer was in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Dennis did his killing spree between Mr. Late- Dennis. <laughs> Children, go have play with Mr. Dennis. It'd be funny if his last name was Wilson instead of Nilsson. <laughs> uh, but Dennis did his uh, killing between late 80s, early 70s. Now, I want to think about this. You don't really hear a lot about serial killers right now. No. I mean, modern day serial killers. I mean, you know, even though, like, what does the FBI say or the CIA or somebody says, like, at any, yeah, at any given time um, at large? No, there's, there could be several reasons for this. One, you know, I think they realize don't give these fuckers the publicity. And it's, well, yeah, 100%. Don't, like, not like they did with (laughs) this guy or, you know, the Zodiac Killer or even, you know, Dahmer or Dahmer or, you know, Ramirez and Son of Sam. These people got, they were famous before they even got caught. Right. Their legend had already grown. 
So that is one reason why we hear a lot about these serial killers now, because media doesn't cover it. They're much more interested in getting jabbed with medicine and talking about Orange Man than telling us about serial killers, yeah. which, God love them. Or could it be a lot of these serial killers are gay? And let's face it, in the 70s, up till, you know, my people don't look they look the past through their current lenses. But in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, being gay wasn't cool like it is now. No. And that well, I mean, was, it's still not, but... How dare you? You just canceled us. No. No, like, it's still not like... But it's it's not like everybody in the world is like fucking gay yeah like no but these, they should be they should be like fucking literally any any love in the world yeah but but they, no back in the day it was like kill them all right back in the and 70s. i would have just been in the back of the room like or don't 60s it's and fine 70s, the 60s 70s and you know 80s it got a little bit more pop, well then, or, then, or then with pop, the 80s pop, you, you throw in the like the you had the age scale. i think yes and i which, think the fucking satanic panic rolling in right. didn't help either because with with the satanic panic you have religious garble and and then obviously once that comes up then god forbid there's anything homosexual to do with anything right. that happens that's bad they're gonna be like well the lord hath told us gay bad murder bad gay murder worse therefore murder person gay person bad that's the way that people thought back then but my point is you know, I, know, I can't wrap my head around that the gay hell Dahmer, gay bad gay shoot a lot of Dahmer's issue was he was struggling with his gayness yeah and I think that a lot of his killing was because he of that struggle well, I mean, really, like, yeah, because if, if you look at it, the the people that these that these murderers that have, I don't even want to say that we're gay, because they might not be gay in the true sense of the word, you know what I'm saying? But they tend to kill those who they have homosexual encounters with. Yeah. Or because yeah. because all of it, it all of it goes back to repressed something. But there is something to the fact that in the seventies and eighties, especially <laughs> the seventies, even though in Dennis's free life, love unless you're gay, but it was illegal for homosexuality was illegal for many many years. But it became legal in you know Great Britain in during Dennis's lifetime when he actually was full blown gay. You know, going out to the fucking clubs, baby. Uh, but my point is, serial killers, there is that similarity between a lot of serial yeah. killers. Welcome to the UK. But It's th- okay to get married when you're gay, but we're going to kill Princess Diana. But my point is... I think Meghan Markle's going to end up getting killed, too. And I don't want the internet to be like, oh, he's got to... He, they're plotting against... I just... She's safe. Bob given, get, took, I'm saying, Bob given, took that third bullet. Given the fucking, the way things have gone in the past, I feel like the royal family is probably none too happy about a person of color being involved with their family. I don't know. 
Can I get to my point now about gays? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gays. So the subject of this no. podcast is no longer Dennis Nilsson. It's just the gay community. No, but they're awesome. They party hard as fuck. The uh, <laughs> guys, killers like Nilsson and Dahmer, and like I said, maybe Ramirez. Wasn't I'm son, pretty sure Ramirez had Wasn't Son of Sam, didn't he? Was, whatever. I forget his real name. Whatever. I think he had some homosexual tendencies. Oh, uh, fuck. What was his name? Berkowitz, yeah. David Berkowitz. Yeah. Uh, there's not that struggle. I'm sure he wasn't Jewish. <laughs> there's that stru- internal he struggle. Was, you ever notice that David Berkowitz looks like John Favreau if he was a virgin? Wow, you're right. I never thought about that. I'm really, I'm way too good at making comparisons of people's physical appearance. But there was that internal struggle in that time with being gay. It was, even though it was legal, it was because like, it was fucking terrifying. It looked people were getting beat in the seventy late seventies. They were still, you know, yeah. I hate crime. That's why, it, which is why more current reference to this shit. I cannot fucking believe. I think it is a glaring. Um, it should be a glaring indictment on our justice system that just recently in the last month, Jussie Smollett has been found guilty for that fucking horse shit that he pulled. Yeah. I was so fucking irritated by, and I'm not even part of the LGBTQ plus community personally, but I was fucking floored and pissed for all those people and with all those people by what that dude did. Right. Like, what? who the fuck do you think you are pulling that shit when literally all you did, all you ended up doing was really setting back the gay community and the black community? You set up a racist, homophobic attack on yourself. To get a, a social media and media attention. You fucking prick. I don't know a lot about that case. Wasn't, didn't he say he was going to Subway at like 3 o'clock in the morning? I don't know. Some shit. What fucking Subway is over and he at got, 3 and he got, in the morning? And he got jumped and called a, the N-word and, a, pardon my French, but a fag by two white guys. When it turns out, I believe they said it was two like Nigerian immigrants that he paid know. to do the shit or something like that. Right. And I'm like, dude, I was, uh, uh, I know it has nothing to do with this fucking subject, but like, I, I still, like, I just saw that a couple weeks ago that he had been found guilty. And I'm like, dude, that just fucking happened. There was literally no case. He had no case to try to get out of this. I was like, like he literally, he was caught red handed. What the fuck are we doing? I don't know. If I if I was part of the LGBTQ community, I would be fucking plotting and making things happen. So he like somebody like I would not be surprised if he gets gay Epstein. <sighs> Epstein. But my point with gay back in the seventies and serial killers, they were struggling. They had to. Oh. They were in fear. Because you could get your ass beat. Yeah, it wasn't just serial killers. It was just but gay and bisexual and. Transsexual, right. all that, like, right? Fuck that. But I would not want. I wouldn't want to try to like. Not. I wouldn't want to try to do that now, especially back then. But in today's being homosexual in today's <laughs> society, as it should be, is much more common. Nobody looks yeah. twice. You can walk down the road and see two guys or two girls kissing, and 
nobody fucking looks twice. Right. I wouldn't even look twice. And I grew up. They literally, I walked down. I'll do the same thing. If it, if it's one of those nice situations, like I'll, it, I have the same reactions. If it's like one of those perfect moments between a heterosexual couple, I'm like, Oh, look at that. I'd be like, there, they love each other dude, so much. Be much better than him. You are way too hot for his ass. No, but that maybe <laughs> since it's so much more accepting in today's society, it, it's, it's normal. It's, who gives a fuck anymore? So the, that yeah. struggle isn't weighing down these people. Maybe that's one reason why well, it I mean, doesn't it, appear to be as many serial killers. Yeah. Because the gay people that possibly were fighting that fight, they don't have to fight that fight as much as guys like Dennis Nielsen have to. Yeah. And didn't drive them over. They don't get driven well, over that edge. I mean, yeah, to an extent. Like the, the fight accepted. is still there, but it's not. Like it's like you said, it's not as it's not as taboo as it was right. before. As it should be. It still is, but yeah. you know, I mean you're never gonna it's you're never gonna change really taboo. Yeah. Cause there's still there's still people out there that are like fucking queers. Like there's still those well, people out the there. Are idiots. Yeah, well, no, I don't I don't disagree. Like I, they, but that's the one of those things that like it, it's never gonna asses. it's never gonna go away. The amount of redneck dumbasses in the world is much ignorant redneck dumbasses. Yes, because there's is, plenty of rednecks that don't give a fuck. Right, but the ignorant people, the population of ignorant people in that regard has, because nobody fucking really cares anymore. I never understood why they really fucking cared anyway. Because they're scared of stuff. They're scared of things they don't understand. I, mean, I don't personally don't swing that way. Yeah, well, see, but that's the problem is like people are afraid of things they don't understand. Like right. I can't wrap my head around wanting to love romantically and have sex with another dude. I can't wrap my head around that personally, but if that's you, you do you. Whatever floats your boat, baby, go for it. Whatever makes you happy, go fucking do that shit. As long as it's not like, as long as you're not fucking kids or killing people, by all means, live your life, boo-boo. I think it's very, I think some, researchers should study this you know the acceptance of the gay community in today's world and then serial killers they don't have to that's not one more thing pushing a possible serial killer over the edge they don't have to fight yeah well and i think a lot of it also i think i think there is something to with the explosion of serial killers between the 70s late 70s into the early 90s I think anybody that really wanted to live that life learned from a lot of those people's mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's serial killers that have been out here actively killing people for 30 years. They're just fucking better at it. It's all how you get caught in choice. Okay. Let's get, anyway, Dennis started showing, realizing he was gay in his teen years. He even went so far at some point, touched his brother's pee pee and his sister. Oh, I didn't hear his sister. Yeah, I have it. Hold on. Oh, where is it? But he, I, let me go. He tr- touched, touched his brother's dick while he thought his brother was asleep. Now, this is what's weird about this story. Apparently, his brother was awake, knew he did it, but it really didn't say much. He called him a hen. Yeah. Well, he publicly shamed him. I didn't think he, I didn't think he publicly shamed yeah. him until he got older. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. when he got after he got out of the army. Well, that was, no, no, no. That was before that. Oh, I didn't know. Because I, I haven't. They, they, okay, that's where we're here. Let's see. Uh, obviously, like a lot of young men and women that uh, that are in of that uh, 
predisposition. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. No disrespect if that's the wrong word. I love all of you. But he was like it, it he was ashamed and confused by this. But this one I found really interesting. He also found out noticed that a lot of the boys that he was attracted to had similar facial features to his younger sister. No wonder <laughs> this fucker's a serial killer. Yeah. He's confused as a motherfucker. And it said, and right here it says, and on one occasion he sexually fondled her, believing that his tra- attraction towards boys might be a manifestation um, of the care he felt or the like of what he felt for her. Oh, that's very interesting. Yes, and then uh, he also said um, later on that he'd been fondled by another male youth. I know, and he did not find the. Uh, experience unpleasant it said and he also caressed and fondled the body the as you said the body of his older brother while he slept and then olaf jr began to think his brother was gay and would regularly refer to him as a a hen which in scottish jargon is a girl well, and as a hen a female chicken yeah but so i guess scottish like that's that's he wasn't a cock yeah i guess i mean it made it makes sense but um and and he also thought that because he fond, chose to try fondling his sister while she was asleep, that he might be bisexual. Very um, you know, that's, Well, I don't give a was fuck. Bisexual, big term back in '78. Was it? Was that even a thing? I mean, did they even have that term coined at that point? I don't know. I wasn't around. You were 45 at that point. You tell me. How could I be 45 in the fucking 60s? I wasn't even born yet in the 60s. No, this is the 1960s. I was not born in the 1960s. I know you were born in the 1860s. You're a prick. But no, like you're a first-class <laughs> prick. But um, let's let's focus on what's important here. No, fuck ass. The fondling of your brother and sister does not mean you are bisexual. That means that you are fucked. That's what that means. Because, oh, I didn't mind fondling my sister. Maybe I'm bisexual. No, you're a fucking psycho piece of shit because you fondled your fucking sister. No, was it half sister or full sister? Full sister. That was his actual sister okay. from his, his original parents. Okay. So I know his mom. Had so you're not only gay and or bisexual, not that it which makes, is fine. Not that it makes it That's right. fine. But now you're pushing it to the, now you're pushing things past what, what is there's nothing wrong with being bisexual or gay no it's cool at the time yes it was a it was some risky business so you are dealing with that in a time period where they're not very accepting of it and then (laughs) i don't give a fuck about sexual orientation at this point you're pushing that past the point of that of just a sexual orientation to now you're you're not fondling you're molesting your brother and sister who are both also minors. And you're going to use the excuse of, I was trying to find out if I was gay, straight, or bi. Fuck you. You're just a fucked up human being. That's all that is. Well, I think that's apparent. Yeah. Like, I can't, I, I, I can't, like, who fucking, who fucking, what, what right-minded person thinks like that? Nobody right-minded. Just so I can find out if I like girls, I'm going to fucking molest my little sister. But unfortunately, it is, I don't want to say common, but it is, <laughs> it happens every day. 
Right. That doesn't make sense to me. That's like saying, I, people in, in, world, order, in order to find out if I like to take a shit, I'm going to shove shit up my ass. I'm just saying people are fucked up. One thing does not... <laughs> I'm not one and one. I'm just saying there are some fucked up people in this world, <laughs> and everybody, every human being on this planet has something weird about them. They have a kink somewhere. Just so, so I, I know, it, I want to know if I like clam chowder, so I'm gonna eat biscuits and gravy. That is not even close to exactly. But that's not even a good comparison. It is. No, it's like because him him a, a trying better, to find out if he's bisexual by molesting his sister is just as fucking erroneous and random and stupid and fucking dumb no, a, as that is. A better comparison would have been I want to find out if I like clam chowder or white sauce. So I'm gonna try clam cider clam chowder red with red sauce. Same, same, but different, different. What's the password? New England clam chowder. Is that the red or the white? Damn it. I can never remember this one. Anyway, okay. White? Yes. So there, the, he, this. Shout out Ace Ventura. With the uh, death of his father. And also the, shout out to fuck all those people that think that the second Ace Ventura is funnier than the first one. I don't think any of them are funny. Well, I think they're the hilarious. actually pretty funny. Dude, when, <laughs> when he was investigating that, that dolphin and he got down on his hands and knees and they put the camera in that fucking tube that was in the tank and he just. I just don't like Jim Carrey. And then he pulled out his sunglasses. He said, Captain's Log. I just don't care. I love that fucking movie. So when he, he jumped over the fucking fence and then went down the other side of the fence and then jumped over the same fence a foot away to go through that door. Or he, he jumped into that inflatable raft and pulled out the little hand fan and went it's like four feet and climbed back out. Yeah. We're done talking about Jim Carrey. Fuck him. I watched Yes Man last night. I don't care. Get on track. Dennis Nielsen. Dennis the Menace. Got it. Got it. Why wasn't he Dennis the Menace? That, that would have been a much better name. The Brit should have been a little bit more creative on that. Go figure. The British people weren't creative enough. The, the, I love my British people, but have you heard? Have you seen just the names of their pubs? No. It's like the Black Horse Inn. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Or the, the black, go fuck yourselves. The Black Horse Inn. I have no problem with that. Oh, you said horse. Black whores. Whores or in whores? and out. Okay. Repeat. Okay, let's get back to Dennis. Dennis, uh, he was struggling, had some issues. <laughs> yeah, had, had, yeah, that's a fucking understatement. Was gay in a time where it was not a good idea to be gay. That's against the word of God. Um, but in 1961, he wants to become a, a chef. Yes. So he joins in the army. He joins the army, the culinary school in the army. And well, he also joined the cadet force at 14. So this wasn't like a new thing. Right. He's always, which I'm assuming is a thing about which being gay. uh, He had a thing about being in uniform, which uh, village people. Hello. In the Navy, you can sail the seven seas in the Navy. You can put seamen on their knees. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Somebody had to say it. So, but when he was in the army in '61, he showed promise. He graduated uh, from culinary, the army culinary school. Which isn't that just pretty much peeling potatoes? I don't know. Uh, however, 
things started to get a little weird at this point as well. He got into photography at this time. Photographia. Yes, and he would convince fellow soldiers. See, I don't even have anything about that. He convinced fellow soldiers to pose like they were dead on the ground or whatever, and he would take pictures of them. We did that himself, too. He did that. He would do that in the mirror and jack off. I know. We'll get to that a little bit. Uh, he also never uh, showered with the other people in the military for fear of getting a boner. That is one thing. Which, uh, which, again, I understand it's a different time, but here's my thought process on that. Who doesn't get a boner when they're in the shower with other men? Uh, me. I spent a lot of time in locker rooms, and that never was a problem. Mm. Have you ever seen a... A guy bend over from behind. It is not a pretty sight. There's nothing better than the soap suds rolling down the crack of a man's ass. <laughs> no, you're, you're fucked up. Uh, but he would get these fellow soldiers to pose like they were dead, and and he would take pictures of them. Dennis, why do I have to be naked? Um, it's more convincing, Mark. What the fuck is going on in the British Army? Nobody said, none of these motherfuckers... <laughs> said this is a little weird maybe i should talk to somebody about this run that up the fucking chain of command a little bit this right crazy- you'd think they'd like would you like to pose for me dead my friend no i'd rather do i'm just gonna go listen to the beatles um, I mean, eight I, days a week i don't i think somebody would have oh would- the the estate of michael jackson's gonna sue me for singing a beatles lyric well did yeah. paul mccartney buy the right the Master rights to the Beatles music back from them after he died. That falls under the Beatles, and I don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, it's an interesting thought process. The the, the mass the the master rights to music in general has always been interesting to me. The fact that like like Justin Bieber, if he has the money, can go out and buy like all the rights to like Outkast's discography if they sign off on it or if they're dead. Well, you know, has always been very interesting. Back in the day, a lot of they they, the uh, (laughs) artists didn't even own it. Oh yeah, look at fucking the look at record label look at how owned. hard Suge Knight fucked Vanilla Ice. Well, that and David Bowie and what movie was it? Murky, Murky what, fucked. Vanilla yeah, what Ice. movie was that that he was in? And they were like, they're like, what do you mean you broke Van- Ice? You still got the you got the Ice Ice baby? He was like, what are you talking about? He was like, man, Suge. He was like, when I signed that contract, I was just a kid. I didn't know what I was doing. Suge took fifty percent. Re- the blah blah blah. Records took the other sixty percent. Man, when they play that shit, I fucking owe money. <laughs> uh, Rob Van Winkle. That's his real name. Yes. Uh, Yo, stop. Collaborate and listen to Rob Van Winkle. Nobody wants to listen to Rob Van Winkle. Get back in your 5-0 and fuck off. Anyway, his uh, he was, uh, for all, had a good time in the Army. And he was productive and, you know, actually got accommodations and he has said that that was his the happiest time in his life well and he did rise through the ranks to right. an extent which i, I thought was interesting as since he was just a chef well, but, you know, but say, i mean he he was in he, the shit a little bit i might be wrong on this i think he rose to corporal which, yeah by the time he left i think he was a corporal. Left, and he left the military in 1972 moved back home with his shitbag mom oh well i actually let's jump back a little bit because okay, yeah. i have something else uh about 1964, he when he passed his catering exam and he was signed to uh, somewhere uh, Osna, Osnabrück, West Germany, mm-hmm. and um, 
he th- this one i found interesting uh he f- he encountered a uh a german youth and they drank themselves like into just <laughs> and uh so tuesday yeah when he woke up he found himself on the floor of that person's flat and uh nothing had nothing sexual had happened but that apparently fueled his yeah, sexual fantasies. Yeah, cucumber shoved up his ass. I don't know. I saw a TikTok and it was like looking in my girl's fridge and it was like the cucumber. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so apparently this whole idea fueled his sexual fantasies, which at when it, they first popped off involved um, his sexual partner, partner being a young slender male and completely passive and then they eventually started to evolve into his partner being unconscious or dead. Yes. This was his thing about death, which we really get, we'll go into a little bit. He had a thing about death. Um, oh, and he, uh, he, did you see the, um, the, did you happen to read or see about how he would, he got to the point where he would, go to he would be in social settings with his uh military cohorts and he would pretend to be like blackout drunk oh yeah and just like lay there like he's just just i really hope nobody fucks me after i'm drunk open for business i'm not i'm just gonna be asleep on the couch with my bare ass hanging off the edge i hope nothing happens wake me up when the pizza gets here chaps Apparently there was no takers though. Not that I heard of. No. Uh, so, are we done with his military left oh. his military career? Um, no, uh, actually, um, he. I have more on this. Um, he then got moved to. Well, no, this was while he was at. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so, yes, and then he was moved to the state of Aden, formerly the Aden colony, whatever the fuck that means. And uh, he served as a cook there at the Al-Mansura prison, and apparently this was a lot more dangerous than his former post of West Germany and Norway. And he recalls a story that, uh, uh, well, he recalls his regiment specifically losing several people, and... um in ambushes and such and also remember told a story about how he was kidnapped by an arab taxi driver and that man jesus christ and that man beat him unconscious and then placed him in the trunk of the car and then uh after he got pulled from the boot the boot of the taxi as it says here because that's the trunk to british people um apparently dennis nilson grabbed a uh, jack handle and knocked the fucker out and then put him in the trunk of the car what happened after that, I would like to know, but I did not have any information that I found on that. And then while also while he was stationed in Aiden, he had his own room, which gave him the ability to jack off. They specifically talked about that. And um, that's where his fantasies developed into uh, having an unresistant or deceased partner, which was unfulfilled. And then he would imagine sexual encounters with an unconscious body as he masturbated while he looked at his own prone body laying on the floor and uh yeah um oh apparently he would also use a freestanding mirror he could create the effect uh by positioning the mirror right 
that his head was out of view and he could visualize himself being sexually engaged with a dead body. Creepy. For, for death. And uh, that is evident. And it, like we said, it goes back to. Well, I mean, like that's the most grandpa. vain, creepy thing ever. Not only do you like to jack off to the thought of a dead body, you're jacking off to your body. And, Thinking it's pretending it's another person dead. I didn't cover this in my notes. (laughs) Later on, when he was, you know, he would paint himself white and like with black charcoal around his eyes to even rob Zombie's ass. Look at like even to jack off and to think about him being dead. Yeah, you know. So he was fucked up. There's no. At least he was creative. What? Uh, Casey's here. Yeah, apparently he's, according to him, he has COVID. It's not that bad. We've both had it. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. I actually need to talk to him at some point. Like, not here. I need to, I have to get fitted for my tuxedo. We, uh, we are, we are in 1972 now. (laughs) He leaves the army. He moves back in with his mother. This does not go well. For one, he caught a lot of hell because. Obviously, he's even more flamboyant about his gayness now. He's not really hiding it. Yeah. His it's, it's, it's like the way his family responded. It's like he came back from the military and he was like, hey, bitches. <laughs> and obviously, his brother still had a hard on about the fucking weenie touching. Yeah. And he called him out on this several times and basically said, uh, I guess it, it hit the shit really hit the fan because him his his brother I think his little sister and his brother's wife I think watched a documentary about oh, gay yes. people, which I'm sure in 1972 was freaking fantastic. Yeah, and then they got into it. positive. Re- they, yeah, they response. got into it over Dennis Nilsson defending gay rights, right. and that's when his brother told his mom he was gay. And then he just he he what's the word I'm looking for? He uh, uh, excluded himself from the lives of his life of his brother, well, and then so, I guess very rarely had contact with. His so mom. basically, they were watching this. He was Dennis naturally, who being gay was sticking up for the gay community, and which his, not even being gay, his, I would have done that. His brother. Well, this was not, not 1978. You would. I mean, if I was me, I would. I mean, fuck uh, off, yeah. Yeah. See, see, that's where a lot of people let them get it fuck who up. they want, mate. A lot of people get it fucked up. It's not funny. I yeah. got school. People think about the sh- weird shit that happened in the past and say, "Well, I wouldn't do that if it was there." You don't know that. For one, you your whole mindset would be completely fucking different if you lived back there. You wouldn't be you. I believe in being myself at all times, but you—that's why formed. I never had a fake ID. You were formed by your surroundings and by the environment of that time. So, yes, maybe you would be, but that's not a guarantee because you were, when I said earlier in the podcast, when people look back at the past through the lenses of today, that's even themselves. Yeah, but at the same time, if I was back then, I'd be getting made fun of anyway. They'd be like, oh, look at his fucking eyes. How'd you see like that? Do you use dental floss as a fucking blindfold, mate? <laughs> okay. And I'd be like, well, fuck you under your mother. I fuck all your whole family. Great disrespect on your whole family. Fuck your grandmother. Your grandmother's grandmother very old like a raisin. After, okay. <laughs> <laughs> After Dennis uh, caught hell 
that had the great homosexual debate. He said, Fuck he said I'm going to go be a cop now. I'm fucking out of it. Well, he didn't go be a cop right away. Uh, he moved up. I believe he did some odd jobs. And he also started out, he started out like most cops, started out being a security guard. Tried that. Said, okay. And then he joined the Metropolitan Police. He did this job for only about a year. And at this time, you know, London did have a really apparently I wasn't there, so but they had a really hopping freaking gay scene. I find well, I also find it funny that around the time he resigned from the police force is when his biological dad died and he got a thousand pounds. He said, I got a thousand pounds, fuckers. Fuck this job. I'm out. <laughs> uh I'm getting that nineteen sixties daddy to wine money. <laughs> But he did join the police force, did it for a year. Uh, I do at this point, he was actually being more outward about his homosexuality, going to gay bars, interacting, picking hmm. up one night stands. And I think at this time, being a cop, do you want a proper fuck, mate? But at this time, I think that could propose be a problem. Okay, say you're out at the club. Well, you can uh, find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need if you're into. I hate that. Now I hate that song. It's so date rapey. I got what you need if you're into taking or if you something something. Mama, I got that X if you're into taking drugs. Like, hey, hey, shouty, come over to my VIP box and take these drugs and then let's have sex because that's okay. Party. I agree. But Dennis was partying. Living the gay lifestyle, also being a cop during the day, I'm sure he those that those worlds crossed, and it probably was a problem. He's cross he's cross swords, right? You Life can, swords. You, can you really arrest a guy you just had your penis in his ass, freaking six hours ago? Uh, That's I mean, a, that would be an awkward interrogation. It is. It might. It could be a conflict of interest. <laughs> yes, but. Need to say this. You didn't talk time. to me like this yesterday. That was then. This is now, Terry. Oh, I did make a mistake. You uh, can fuck off with your pre with your predispositions about me. I did make a mistake. I have to correct it. Uh, he became a security guard after he left the police. Force. I love how I do a British accent, even though he's originally Scottish. You can take my land, but you can never take my freedom. Good movie. Uh, yeah, until as Mel Gibson. The best thing Mel Gibson has ever done is his depiction in South Park. Did you ever see that? No, I've never watched South Park. Oh, my God, dude. Life. They did, There's a scene from a South Park episode where it's a South Park body, but it's got, like, they actually have, like, actual Mel Gibson's face, and they just move the bottom of his mouth. And he's like, ah, oh, my nipples. They get so hot when I pinch them. Kind of like, uh, what's his name from, uh, oh, fuck. Austin Powers, Michael Myers, one of the the Scottish fat bastard, the fat bastard. You son of a bitch! Is that a fat joke? He's like, well, supposed to be. The he's like, I'm gonna way. eat your baby. That is dead fucking nuts. He's like, I'm. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Ribs. And then what did Doctor Evil said something to him? He's like, just looked at him for a second. Said, "Chili's baby back ribs." All right. He said, uh, "When you're an overweight child." In a society that demands perfection, your idea of right and wrong, fair and unfair, becomes terribly skewed. 
Is it, did you just soil yourself? Maybe. Now we have to give Michael fucking Myers fucking money now, too. Jesus Christ. Probably not. I feel like Michael Myers would be like, no, nah, they're good. I'm Michael Myers. I'm good. Uh, okay. Any, uh, where was I wonder that? how much money he's actually worth. Probably. I mean, it's probably not as much as you would think. Probably not. Uh, but he worked as a, he went to the security job, security guard job after <laughs> leaving the cops. Uh, then he left that and decided to go work as a civil servant. Which, what the fuck is that? I was just going to ask you. I, could, I can't even. Isn't that work. a cop? I don't know. Like, I, aren't they referred to as civil servants? Here in America, I know they are. Or is that like a process server? I, I just shine shoes. Obviously, civil civil servant must mean be a. I don't know. What is he? Taxi driver? I fuck. I don't know. Anybody from our British listeners, GITM podcast at gmail.com. Let's know what a civil servant job description is. Does it have to do with hand jobs? Because I looked, I, I was like, what the fuck? Does that? I mean, because I had your philosophy. I've heard that. Like, I've, I always thought a civil servant was like anybody that was More, in service of the community. Right, that's what I kind of thought. So I kind of. I didn't know that it was its own job title. I tried. I actually tried to research and say, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it just like, what? You're, does that mean he was a vigilante? Maybe. Man, they're really pumping over there. Okay. So he does this. You know, he's completely normal <laughs> member of society at this point. You know, uh, he's productive. Normal is very loosely used. Well, he has the appearance of normal. Uh, But, oh, Denny boy has a problem. He's got a lot of fucking problems. He can't find love. Looking for love in all the wrong places. He is hitting the gay bars. Can't get past the one night. Oh, are we getting to his... uh... Who was it? What We're was starting it? to get into the meat and David Galakinakis, Zach Galifianakis. Yes, I was. Was it Gilgan or whatever? Galakin, Galichan. We'll call him David. Galichan. Uh, but he couldn't. David find, G. He wanted a relationship. He wanted companionship. Get a dog, fucko. Yeah. Well, no, don't get a dog. Is <laughs> it? Oh, bend over, Rover. Let Denny take over. Oh, shit. Remix on a Jimi Hendrix song. I watched watch the thing on his death. Jimi Hendrix? Yeah. Actually, I watched two things this weekend. Anyway, I didn't know it was as weird as what conspiratorial as what it was. Isn't it always, though? Yeah. Janis Joplin was the same way. Maybe we'll get into that when we do the 27 Club. Maybe we'll get into that a little. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, but he he wanted to find a, a romantic partner. He was just getting one night stands, which I won't. Obviously, love. he was fairly young at this point. I just want to find love now. One night, I'm, I'm one night stands are good. Fuck that relationship shit. What if he talked like a northerner from Game of Thrones? Winter is coming. Winter's here. I am a lord of Winterfell. You will treat me as such. Yes. Uh, Bring however, me his head on a spike. However. In 1975, Nielsen met David, whatever his last name is. David G. Gilligan. Whoever Skipper. Gilligan. Shout out Milk 75. I don't know. It's Gilgan or Galgan or something like that. Uh, Gally, actually, Gally, 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 what was Galactica? the guy? Fuck what was the guy from fucking Super Troopers? Galliconosis or some shit like that? I don't know. I've never seen Super Troopers either. What? You have to watch Super Troopers. That's one of the best stupid fucking movies ever. 
They have a fucking maple syrup chugging competition in that. They also show they all. My one brain, of them also uses I just lost IQ points just by you saying. One that. of them also uses the radar gun to to see how fast his hand moves when he jacks off in a squad car. <laughs> yeah. All right. I had him at a hello. But 1975, Nelson met David. They fell in love. They moved, I'm in love with the stripper. They moved in together. However, that never it, ends badly. It only lasted a mere 18 months. So he has my relationship, Barkin. <laughs> like, uh, David, well, I think a lot of the problem is David wanted companionship, but oh, I'm sorry, Dennis wanted companionship, but Dennis was a bit of a narcissist. He wanted, <laughs> you know, no, the murderer was a narcissist. He wanted it like how I want it. I want it my way, the fucking highway. I want you around, but shut the fuck up. Apparently, that's how uh, Israel Keys was with his significant other. That's a fucking interesting one we should do, too. Israel Keys. Okay. That was very recent, too. It was like 2012 or 2014. Okay. In Alaska. Everything in Alaska. <laughs> no, this one, this one's like nationwide, not so much the killings, but like little details. It was a fucking interesting stir. Uh, so it will. I'm tired. Um, moving in with his boyfriend, but well, no, I don't, were they even? I don't even think that they were. Um, claiming a relationship, really. but it was because I remember it, it says there it said like going on. yeah, but it said that they rarely had sexual intercourse, and eventually they started arguing and bickering back and forth, as you do when you live with somebody that you're sleeping with. It happened, and they started sleeping in separate rooms and bringing home other guys. Because, you know, that's how you settle an argument. I'm mad at you. I'm going to fuck Bill now. But it only lasted 18 months. That'll fix it. And David said, I'm fucking out of here, you whack job motherfucker. Might have been. You can look at this one of two ways. Either he was a fucking lucky <clears throat> son of a bitch and got out. Or this could have been the straw that broke the camel's back. The sense of loss. Losing that companionship <laughs> that he... Pushed him over the edge and created the monster that is Dennis Nilsson. That was the dick that blew the camel's back out. Well said, Travis. Or dramedary, depending Your on how many. humor is always welcome here on this show. Or like I said, it could have been a dramedary, depending on how many humps it has. So at this point, we moved to just a few years later. The loneliness was getting to Mr. Nielsen. And the killings begin. He just sat there naked in his room listening to Simon and Garfunkel. Hello, darkness, my old friend. December of I need a dick in my rear end. You sit and think of this shit, don't you? You write this shit. You have a whole book of this shit. No. I do um, this shit all day. December, I say all the time, my mind is like a fucking movie scene. December of 1978. Uh, Dennis. That was a good year. Yeah, I was six. Teen? Six. <laughs> Zero six. I was the age when Dennis lost his grandfather. It's a good year. <laughs> uh, Dennis, or, <laughs> yeah, Dennis meets a fourteen-year-old boy trying to get served at a bar. As we all do. Fourteen's a bit young. That's when you steal it. I mean, I was in bars at fourteen. I wasn't trying to drink. I mean. I was mostly playing. Big, I think my mother's still here. I was I mostly to, playing Big Buck Hunt. I, to, I won't tell a story. I'll tell you the story. I think I've even told you a story. Probably. Uh, 
but uh obviously the, they were not going to serve this young chap however dennis fuck off you wee little prick dennis your bell end started talking to the boy said you want a drink i'll help you out come back to my place and we'll we'll get loaded up hey little boy he's like fucking he's like michael jackson mixed with jeffrey dahmer without the talent i think it was talent at one point after that it was just surgery I need more of my pills to make my voice higher, Doctor. Don't give me the ones that make me tired. I feel like something bad's going to happen. So, no, you're ignorant. I love Blanket. Nielsen and a young... I don't even know. I had. I thought I had worked the boy's name. Anyway, this 14-year-old, they went back to this house. Stephen Holmes. Stephen Holmes, that's it. They they caught, no wonder he picked this kid. Maybe he was related to John Holmes. Yeah, he was hoping. You know, the three-legged wonder? Yes. God damn, that guy looked like he just had he had like he had a forearm attached to his crotch. I'm pretty sure he he like he could walk around the house and just like be on the phone doing something else, and then use his dick to pick up dirty laundry and throw it in the hamper. It's like an elephant trunk. I wonder if it even had like probably even had like that little the weird little grabby muscles that elephant trunks have on the end. You're 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 wrong on so many levels. Uh, They party. He's playing video games and like you hear. What's that sound? I'm scratching my leg. With what? Don't fucking worry about it. Uh, Mind your goddamn business. These two party, do a little drinking. As you do with 14-year-old boys, you know, normal stuff. I'm pretty sure they, uh, the wood that got laid. And (laughs) after a good couple hours of drinking and laying the pipe. To a fucking 14-year-old boy. I can never get past the the the, the pedophilia parts. It, it it triggers me even more, Obvi- for obvious reasons. I don't know why I'm sitting here explaining myself. You know that okay, like we'll it's the same. The it's the same to fuck kids as it is to fuck adult. No, it's not. Think of, it's not. Think about this. There was a time when pedophilia was not a big fucking deal. No, they, it the Romans common. used to fuck boys regularly, even into the 1800s. Women were getting married at 14. I mean, even into the whenever Michael Jackson died. But I don't give a fuck. Michael Jackson did it. Yeah, but... I mean, was, even if he didn't fuck little boys, then it was bad, he bad. definitely was exposing himself to them. Then it was considered no-no. But think about 1800s, maybe even early 1900s. Well, I mean, see, and, uh, supposedly it's still going on amongst the, the, uh, the elite. Because that's where they say a lot of that child sex trafficking to, thing. We're not with, to talk about that. I don't give a fuck. But they say that with a lot of the child sex trafficking shit with, like, government officials that's supposedly going on is a lot of them, like, might not specifically choose to touch or fuck or whatever these young kids, but they are part of a society where they are forced to, and it is because then all of these people have dirt on each other, so they have to trust each other. Yeah, I mean, that's the way, that's the way uh, spies work. That's how power is. That's the spy who shagged me. has always been... Austin Powers. Anyway, uh, but well, let's get, let's get off. The I hate that word. Thing. I hate that word. Dennis Nilsons. Would you like a shagging? Uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, they fe- shag after, them and bag them, boys. After the night of partying. Uh, they both fell asleep. Oh god, I was just reading one of those comments from earlier. Uh, they I fell asleep. Recognize the name. Dennis, I guess, wakes up. And Rock hard. Is thinking. This boy is going to leave in the morning. 
So oh, what does, Mommy, can we keep him? What does Dennis decide to do? He go gets an, go get a necktie and proceeds to strangle the boy. In the words of the currently still alive and great Eminem, they can go get a belt or a necktie to hang themselves by. Like David Carradine, they can go fuck themselves and just die. Is it David or Keith? Which one? One of them is still alive. It might be David. Yeah, I think David was one who was jerking and choking. Bye. Have a nice time. Uh, but he strangles the boy. And then, obviously, this doesn't get the job done. He drowns him. Yes. In a bucket in of a water. Bucket of water. Like, <laughs> like that's. I'm not laughing at what he did, but I'm laughing at what he did. Of all the options, <laughs> like you don't go to the toilet where there's already a body of water or anything. You're telling me, because I sure, or did you just have a bucket of water hanging out? Did you have a leaky roof and it was just sitting there? Or did you go, oh, fuck, he's not dead, is he? Well, I've better figure this out. Let me walk past the knives and everything in my house. Knives oh, there's a pail. Let me pick that up, put it in the sink, in the basin. Let <laughs> So he turns on the fucking burner to make tea. Water still running. Picks his nose. Like he flicks it on the wall. Listens to it go on the wall after he flicks it super hard because he goes three times. Doesn't come off. Then really, really winds up onto the wall. And then he goes, oh, shit. And it starts to overflow. So he turns it off. And he goes, oh, this too much. Pours a little out because he's like, oh, his face is going to displace some of this water. And I don't, I shan't have a, a mess to clean up. Now, you fucking little prick and drowns him. <laughs> but he killed this young lad because he wanted him to stay. Well, won't you stay with me even though you can no longer breathe? Now, this becomes his M.O. My floorboards, I'll put you beneath. This That's is, coming up next. This is how Dennis kills. Strangers. Yeah, literally, like all, like every Everyone. murder that he actually admits to is pretty much the same. It just has small, minor details that are different. But it involves strangling and drowning. Yes. Or, I mean, not always drowning, but... But majority of the time. Yeah. It is a common theme. <laughs> I have one question. I've, Or I have a statement, I should say. Obviously, Mr... Happy go lucky Dennis Nielsen did not have a lot of upper body strength. Yeah. Once, once you're strangling them, just keep doing it till the fucking job is done. Right. You're already strangling them. Like, what are you, what are you having a, a clash of conscience? <laughs> I just think he was a weak bitch. Uh, I've strangled. I, I believe I've gone a bit too far this time for the 14th time. Shit. So. I think I've got a problem. This is where it gets weird, but this is where... No, well, just that one gets even more No, weird. yeah. This, no, this, okay. this murder is where it gets weird. But I think it's very telling on his, his psyche. Well, the fact that this is the first confirmed one, and it goes as far as we're about to get... I'm assuming you're going right. to get into what he does post-mortem he to this kid. He does not dispose of this body. No. He keeps the body intact. In a bathtub, didn't he? Yes. He bathes it, dresses he it. He washed it. He dresses because he. It. I read a quote that he he commented about how there was he was surprised that there wasn't much discoloration and like he could still move the limbs and shit. Like, well, good good for you, man. I'm glad that it worked out well for you. You fucking psycho. But he would dress it. He would sit it in the chair, 
with him. They would he watch, laid in the bed with it and caressed him. They would watch Benny Hill together. Oh, he also stood over the dead body twice and jerked off. See, I've heard. Let's some, not forget about that. See, I've heard he didn't do that. I heard he did, and I heard he didn't. That's what I heard. I heard that. I also heard there's the, another one. He did the same thing, but he sat on its ch- on the person's chest and did it. I I heard one expert say that he never actually the the idea of was it necrophilia mm-hmm. that wasn't even in his it wasn't about sex with him he would jack off later in bed but he spider-man it at him but he was thinking well by this time he was under the boards he was on the floorboard he would think he wasn't even thinking about the dead body he was thinking about him being dead so the, his his so he would lay there and like smell the death in the air and jack off and then he'd be like right. oh what do I do with this mess and he just like wipes it on the body like it's right. a piece of furniture like right. you do with your, your desk chair in high school who knows what it, maybe he did I don't know it's kind of weird you hear so many different stories when you research these things and that's the bad thing about podcasting yeah. and, you get so many different yeah. like I heard one say that he was actually probably his uh, grandfather probably molested him but I wouldn't be shocked to find out. Not saying that it that it's fact or that his grandfather was a raging piece of shit, I but I wouldn't be shocked. But to uh, find that somebody had, right? So who knows? So maybe he did. Maybe he did. I know he had a you fascination. little fucker. I'm going to beat your ass from the inside. Death got him hard, mm. but it was more his own death from a lot of the experts that I listened to. Uh, but he might he very they well called thought. him the grim deeper but the fact that he kept this body he would pose it in the chair they would watch tv he would actually talk don't, don't shoot on me i'm not <laughs> he would actually I just, this is the longest i've sat since i fucking since 8 30 this morning i'm stiff he would actually <laughs> stiff talk to the, have a conversation with what you body. want for dinner pretty much good me too <laughs> And fucking he, weirdo. I heard he kept this body upwards of seven months. I saw eight. I saw he kept it under the floorboards for eight months. Right. How the fuck does that happen? How the fuck does rigor mortis not sit in? How the fuck does it not smell like dead body? Right. And I how mean, the fuck do the people that live around? And my other thing is, like, how do you keep a body for that long? And how did it, if he's, I don't, well, no, that was a first floor. But, like, how does it not eat through? Like you would think it would start to decompose and then that decomposition and bacteria and probably insects and shit, you would think that it would eat through like the subfloor. Well, it's probably just fucking dirt underneath. It's probably just a crawl space. But uh I don't That's how John Wayne Gacy's house was. I don't know how, you know. But like how does that stink not you know what I'm how saying? You, like how do the other people that live in that building not notice the stink? Because there was other well, people he's specific Britain, Britain. probably everybody smelled. Oh no, I think this was different. I was gonna say he, he specifically had the right to the garden. But yeah, I think that was the house this, before that. Th- no, this is uh this first murder. This is Melrose mm. Avenue. Melrose. This is where it all started, Melrose, and that's where he had private access to that garden. That is how he ended up disposing of this body. He would cut it up and start a bonfire. And he would, this is kind of smart, he would throw a tire on top of the fire to hide the, the sm- stink of smell burning, burning body. Flesh, which is, anybody's uh, smell tire burning? Mm-hmm. It's even it's worse pungent. than a burnout. It's pretty pungent. Yes. So it would cover that smell. Now, I was listening to one podcast, and these 
freaking hoe bags. They're so fucking ignorant. They said, well, wouldn't somebody complain about burning a tire? I said it was 1978, you freaking hoe. Nobody gave a fuck. People were burning trash in 1978. They still do. It was common. That's how you disposed of trash. Nobody would think twice about a tire fucking burning. But nobody would think twice about a tire burning now if you're in the right area. Like if you, little, you could throw out, throw a tire on the fire in the backyard right now, and nobody would give a fuck. But you're millennial or Gen Z. People would come over and be like, "I'm gonna make s'mores if you don't mind, but I really like that tire flavor." It was a fucking different time, you dumb hoe bag. Yeah, you know, people didn't give a fuck back then. Oh, but don't worry about that. You just think about the world in your own fucking closet that you live in. You fucking do and then have a podcast and spread your ignorance i mean that's what we do yes but we're funny well sometimes one of of us is sometimes sometimes not you know when i'm not screaming racial slurs and i'm not talking about pedophilia (laughs) justifying a brother touching another brother's penis i think there's a it's a sound on tiktok it's like the spongebob voice is like i'm so angry i just want to smash my balls in a car door and scream racial slurs at the top of my lungs so this young boy steven he had to dispose of him steven seven eight months cut him up uh burned him uh and basically put him in the garden whatever bones were left beat it you know crunched him up with a rake and put it in the garden he fee-fi-fo-fummed him yes he decided to do it again because mm-hmm. he lost his companion. His on. Uh, are we getting to October eleventh, nineteen seventy nine? I wasn't going to go a lot into the next ones because uh, you know it's all pretty much the same. But his first several victims, he rinsed and repeated. He kept them for literally. Mul- yes, he kept them for multiple months, just like he did Stephen here. Yeah, this was the mo. He was this, a collector. Well, I, he wanted companion. It was all about companionship. Yeah. He didn't want them to leave. That's why I say there's not really a. Well, uh, oh yeah. Well, the reason I brought up the seventy, the October seventy nine one, is because it was Andrew Ho, Ho. He's the one that actually got away. Oh, is that the one he he revived? No, that's the one uh, who he got him back to his flat, and when he tried to strangle him, he uh, got away and reported it. And then when Dennis Nilsson was questioned about it, blah 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 blah. But it ended up that um, Daniel Ho or Andrew Ho decided not to press charges right he got lucky um but this yeah like i don't understand quick. how the fuck do you unless he was he was a, i think he was a student yeah he was a student from hong kong the only thing that i could wrap my head around there is like are you an illegal immigrant from hong kong that's why you didn't want to press charges very well. you tried somebody tried to fucking strangle you very well could be um, if you if somebody like legitimately tried to strangle me you're lucky if you just get pressed charges pressed on you you're lucky if i don't stomp a mud hole in your ass myself if i can get away from you right but his, the people that he killed <laughs> successfully, he kept them for many months, just like he did Steven. But there, at this time frame, there were several that got away. Yeah. One, like the one you talked about, Ho. His, there's another one. Ho. There was another one. He actually did the same thing. <sighs> he thought he was dead, put him in a bathtub, and I guess he noticed bubbles or whatever. Mm-hmm. He wasn't dead. He decided to revive him. Yeah. And took him to the fucking hospital. Yeah. And got away with it. No, it, it, that story gets worse. The guy came back the next day to basically thank him, and he did it again, didn't he? He killed the fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Oh, we talk about bad fucking luck, but right? I think seven or eight people got away at this t- during this time. How fucking inept is the fucking 
obviously Scotland Yard did not have Scotland Yard did not have Sherlock at the time. Yeah, I found this one really disturbing. What? The sixteen-year-old Martin Duffy, um, he, you know, same thing made it uh, some type of ligature. Invited him back. He was, I guess, the kid was kind of homeless. Right. Made a ligature. Um, he sat. It says he sat on his chest and like just and strangled him and then drowned him in the bat in the sink. And then it also says that he put him, he originally had him in a chair in the kitchen and then he put him on the bed and then the bed where he uh, strangled him. And then he kissed him and complimented him and caressed him after he's dead. Who's a good boy. And apparently a uh, supposedly also sat on his stomach and jerked off on the corpse. Yeah. You know, it's, like I said, I don't, you know, I heard multiple different, you know, you hear different. I don't, I would assume there was some jerking. Yeah, well, and then I also have highlighted here. He said, it said for two days, Duffy's body was stowed in the cupboard. And then when Nielsen, Nielsen noticed the signs of bloating, he said he went straight under the floorboards. So he went where dead bodies go or straight under the, to the floorboards with you, to the Harry Potter bedroom. During this time, he, the first couple he kept for a long period of time, but he escalated. He started yeah. doing more and more. Yeah, he's still his his ramp up was quick. Yes, once he started rolling, he fucking rolled. He was an overachiever. Yeah, gotta give him credit for that. Which um, you would think, like, what part? Because like, that's where the obsessive part of it comes in. Because you would think, like, you have to know by then, like, that's that's not a good idea if you want to continue getting away with it. You don't just kill you, more. Can I ask you a question? If you're in a serial mind, do you think you're in your right frame of mind? I mean, Hannibal Lecter was pretty smart. Yeah, but he got caught, so. Well, Wasn't that know. smart? I think he wanted to get caught. <laughs> yes, he was so, trying to get that free beach vacation that uh, Clarice Starling never actually gave him. Bitch. I mean, he did escape and then follow the fucking mean doctor to Costa Rica or whatever. So it worked worked out pretty well. Yeah. After I, he made the pizza face with the the guard, yes. you know. Um. Now, shit did not go well at Melrose Avenue. He, apparently, his landlord uh, wanted to do some renovations. Yeah, and, and wanted him out. Wanted him well, out. Yeah, he wanted to sell it, didn't he? I, I think to sell it. And he paid, I believe, Mr. Well, he originally said no, that he didn't want to move. Right. And and then he bribed him he with gave a him thousand pounds. A thousand pounds seems to be the fucking magic number for, for old him. Dennis. He'll do whatever you want for a thousand pounds. But to get, I want you to cut your own face off. I can't do that. How about for a thousand pounds? Fuck. But to hit the nail on the head, Dennis had a problem. At this point, he had several bodies under the floorboard, which I still don't understand how he was getting away with this. So, this guy, that stink had to be ungodly. You would think maybe he was burning incense. He was. There's not enough nog champa in the world to cover that up. He he had Febreze. I don't fucking know that. It works on, you know, teenagers' socks, apparently, to the commercials. It work on a dead body. Um, but he had to... He had, the, he had Febreze Unstoppables, the ones in the black bottle. Yes. He had to get rid of these bodies fairly quickly. So he had a big bonfire, yeah. big weenie roast. <laughs> so big that apparently while he was burning these bodies, neighborhood kids were just stopping by and looking over the fence like, oh, shit, look at this fucking bloke. Needed more than one fucking tire to cover up that. Spot. How interesting. That tire has fingers. <laughs> Mommy, what kind of car has fingered tires? Yes. Uh, Does it grip the road? <laughs> so he had to move out. 
and he had to find a new place to stay. Mm-hmm. So he found this place in Kennery Garden? Cranley. Cranley Garden. Cranley Garden, yes. Mr. Cranley. Well, there's no cranberry gardens. There's cranberry marshes. All right. Cranley Garden. Duh. But we have a problem. He moved to the third. He's a the top apartment or right. top flat. He didn't think this through. This is a, a seasoned serial killer. It'd be fun point. if he tried to do the same thing. He like pulls up the floorboards and he's like, oh, hello, neighbor. <laughs> hey, how you doing now? Pardon there? me. Sorry for the interruption. Oh, that dinner smells good. <laughs> but you would think. So it was almost as good as my dinner. I'm sorry. What's your dinner? His name's Jeffrey. <laughs> if I was a serial killer at this point, I would hope I'd be pretty good at it by now. Right. And at least have a game plan. Don't move to a third floor apartment. Keep looking for something else. Either something similar to which, what you had. It, which clearly shows his obsessive tendencies. Because, like, you would think, you would think, like, if you weren't just a total psycho, you would have ended up in that third floor apartment. You'd been like, well, I guess now's not the time. I think I've done enough for a while. I'll chill out for a little Retire. bit. Retire. I'll take a hiatus. I have a problem. I have a body disposal problem. Damn it. I think I'm going to have to take a break. But no, this dumb fuck nut keeps it moving. Keeps on rolling. He's limp like, I was going to say like Fred Durst. Rolling, now rolling. I know y'all be loving this shit right here. Uh, so he continues to kill. So he has a disposal problem. Like I said, he starts cutting them up. Yeah. And boiling them in little yeah. chunks, little strips. Yeah. Steven He's making Chip. stew. He's making stew out of stew. Steven Strips. Joe Strips. And he's boiling them. And the dumb fucktard is flushing them down the toilet. Jack Jerky. And you can't flush a lot down the toilet. No. At least he didn't try to flush a whole body down the toilet. He was trying to space this shit out. So he had he would bag that shit up and flush a little every night. Yeah. Now, he gets in bed and he's like all cozy and tucked in. He's like, oh, bugger. I forgot to flush more of Jeffrey. And if you listen to the beginning of this podcast, this is where we basically started the podcast. This is this started, stupid son of a bitch. This is where shit went downhill for him quick. How do you go? How have you murdered up to this point? What? We'll go on a five Like years. seven or eight people probably by this point. And now you start doing dumb shit. It's like he was asking to get caught after a while, which I think some uh, several murderers have been I think to that he, point where I they want to get caught. I think you were on to something there. Cause, Ted Bundy. Right. Because uh, as soon as they started getting anywhere near Ted Bundy, he went on a, on that fucking just rampage, which he was definitely going to get caught at that point. Right. So, I think he just wanted to be on the camera. That's why he was all, all smiles all the time. He decided to start flushing these. To, and I don't, do you know how many, I don't have exactly the number. I don't know. He killed at this location. Uh, go ahead. I'll, um, I'll look and see if. But I he would boil these. Up. He had pots to boil these pieces and flush them down the toilet. Now, naturally, there became an issue. Somebody else, I guess, took a healthy shit, and it mixed with the bones and all this shit, and the toilet got stopped up. And I spoke at the beginning of the podcast about a plumber coming out. So they had to have, they contacted the tenants of this building, contacted the landlord and said, Hey, we got a plumbing issue. They all signed a letter. Mr. Nielsen signed it himself. 
to convince the uh, landlord to have a plumber come out and look at this situation. At least four. At least four that people. I can count. Uh, so a plumber comes out and looks at it. Can't really figure it out. Goes to the access um, pipe and looks and sees flesh. Says, oh, this doesn't look right. Calls the cops, blah, 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 blah. Cops come look, take samples. They get it analyzed, and it comes back human. But apparently, when they the cops first came to take the samples, Mr. Dennis was home. Yes. He was out there with them. And you, you, well, you probably know what he said. He told the police. They've been flushing that bloody KFC. KFC. Colonel Sanders, he played the old Colonel Sanders card. Looks like a chicken bone to me. I believe that's the femur of a chicken. Yes. Big fucking chicken. As we all know, fe- chickens have bones about yay wide. So he goes back inside. It's a very large. It's, 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 a, it's a thunderbird. They take samples, comes back human, and cops, the inspectors, do what they do. They kind of trace things back and say, hmm, let's see here. They figure out that it's probably coming from Mr. Dennis's apartment. Mm-hmm. So a gentleman by the name of uh, Peter J, Inspector Peter J, goes to uh, the house and sits out all day waiting for Mr. Nielsen to come home. Mr. Nielsen comes home. He comes out and says, hi, I'm Peter J with Inspector Peter J with the whatever police department. And I want to talk to you about your dream. Now, at this point, Dennis knew he was fucked. He was getting reamed. He knew this. Because he even tells us, why is the police interested in investigating a clogged pipe? And Mr. J says, I believe, if I remember correctly, well, let's go up to your apartment and talk about it. Well, because and before that, like, it had arose some suspicion because the reason they had to go out to the other drain that was outside of the house was because the plumber came, found the stuff. He said, oh, it's the KFC, I tell you. It's the it's it's that damned extra crispy with the delicious, delicious KFC gravy. And. When he came back the next day, no, Dennis Nilsson had cleaned his drain. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So there back. was no more stuff. And right. he was like, I guess it went down. I don't know. Perhaps a hungry, ma- hungry, hungry little hippo. The but there was still, there was still something there for them to get. Where'd yeah. it go? I ate it. I, I was hungry and I love Colonel Sanders, 11 herbs and spices. So the cop. I don't know why he talks like English Mr. Herbert from Family Guy. The, uh, <laughs> Mr. Peter J, Inspector Peter J, and Dennis go up to the apartment, and he lets him in. Yes. And Welcome. Come into my humble abode, The sir. inspector says the stench was unbearable. It's stinky in here, bro. And he says, where are the bodies? He just said, fuck this shit. We ain't playing around. Where are the fucking bodies? Dennis gave it up quick. Didn't even play it off. Showed him right where the, bo- the bodies that he had been had cut up, they were in black bags in the wardrobe. And so guess what? They proceeded to arrest him. I wonder why. No. Imagine that. So they throw him. Sorry, Denny boy, you're coming downtown with us. You've got some questions to, we'll have tea and crumpets because it's, it's the UK. Of course, we'll be very, 
very civil. With they you. arrest him and they want they're kind of trying to get some shit out of him right there. He said, I will tell you everything this at the station. So they threw his ass in the back of the car and they proceed to drive, start Fuck driving, them. start driving to the station. Yes. Uh, Inspector Jay's partner is, I guess, driving or whatever. He might not be driving. I don't know. He turns to Dennis and says, they're thinking they kind of, they don't know how many bodies are in these bags. They're thinking one, two, maybe. And he asked us, how many bodies do you have? <coughs> and Dennis being the dumb fuck that he is says 15 or 16. He thought they, he confessed to fucking everything. Yeah. Right there on the spot. Well, no, yeah, because what he said was when he asked how many how many bodies there they would find, yeah. he was like he said something like yeah. more. He's like, "There's more than that," and they're like, "How many?" He's like, "At least fifteen since nineteen blah 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 blah." Yeah. So he fucking. And I feel like that was the that was that was the moment where you got the fucking what fucking movie was that where you have that iconic like both people looking over the fucking backseat. Uh huh. What the? Did you just really confess to? Pardon me, sir. Did you say that you have killed no less than fifteen blokes? This was the. He what even, may I ask if this is not a rude of me? What the holy cockfuck is wrong with you? We're British. We're supposed to be civilized. That's for the dirty, uh, savage Americans. Um, murdering whores. Well, fuck, fuck guy. I had something to say. What the fuck? There's probably something about how much you love penis. Yeah, me and Dennis. There's bodies under the floorboard. Don't go in the basement. Uh, Put the bodies under the floor. Oh. There's bodies <laughs> under the floor. But Dennis confesses to basically everything right there. And when they get to the station, oh, that's what I would say. This was the fucking easiest interview ever. It yeah, he literally, like, he basically sat down and was like, didn't even yes, make it to I the did fucking Didn't make it to the interrogation room. He was, in t- he gave it. They didn't even have to fucking threaten him. How many did you kill? 15, 16. In the backseat of the fucking car. Easiest interrogation. These motherfuckers. This is movie shit. This is law and order. Right. It's like, it's like he went from, but it wasn't even like on some like gangster shit. It's not even like he sat like 15 or 16 motherfuckers. Now, well, wouldn't you bitches bring me a goddamn Pepsi? Like he was, from what I understand, he was just very, like he knew he was fucked and he was just, I'm sorry, lads, for I have killed many a young chap. And that's the thing. I may or may not have fucked them or masturbated upon them. Some of them may have been children because I'm a sick, sadistic cockboy. And the Inspector Jay, I saw an interview with him. He <laughs> said his demeanor never changed from the time he first went up to him as he was coming home mm-hmm. and said, I'd like to talk to you about your pipes. Maybe he was an alien. And to the time he confessed... To the interrogation, his his demeanor never fucking changed. I'm kind of surprised that somebody walked up to his door and was like, I'd like to talk to you about your pipes. And he wasn't like, ooh, you're a strong boy, aren't you? And uh, Jay said, uh, I guess they asked him when they first got to the station, why did you do this? And his response was, I don't know. I was hoping you'd tell me. Yeah. I mean, that speaks... He had this compulsion, and you know that's. Do you have any other murders you want to talk about, or anything else you want to add to that? I think we can get to uh, kind of start closing it up a little bit. I don't have any two more. I don't have any more details. I don't know. Somebody just called me out by my government name in the comments. I don't know who it is. Ghost them. 
It's probably fucking Gonzo. It's just my name with like 13 S's. Huh. It's probably Gonzo. Probably. You He's got way fucker. too much time on his hands. <sighs> uh, so in conclusion, I don't um I don't this wasn't it's I, okay to be gay, but don't fucking kill people and don't fuck and murder kids and that should be that let's let's fucking nail this thing right now. That should be very well fucking apparent. You would think. You would think. Uh I I think this is a I honestly listening to some of the interviews and stuff. Apparently I know this person. I, I don't, don't know. I this he was a sick fuck, mm-hmm. but there's a reason for his actions. It, he was well, let's preface is not a valid one. No, no, I mean no, there's a valid reason, but it was from the his fucked up childhood. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not saying it's a justification. I'm just saying what the hell is that? No idea. Uh, I don't think that he... I'm not saying it's justified. I'm saying there's reasons for it. I see... Oh, that's Micah. What up? I think that... Uh, Go on, I'm just... I think that, you know, his childhood, the loss of the only person that ever showed him any affection, and seeing... There's the ghost. Seeing him dead, kind of fused and warped his sense of love and death <clears throat> and he had a profound sense of loss he just wanted to be lo- he just wanted to be loved man okay well okay <coughs> now let's have let's break this one down let's have a chitty chat that's right i'm just saying let's have a chitty chitty bang bang here um so i've had deaths in my life multiple deaths of people that i care about i have yet to fuck children or kill anybody i'm just saying I'm not saying it is. But let's be real. Let's, like, let's be real. What I, what I never saw in, like, I didn't get, I, I didn't read every single word of my research that I had looked, that I had printed out to go over. Cause as we all know, I had to work late and I just didn't have fucking time. Um, but the fact still remains is this man was a pedophile as a kid. Uh, he was an incestuous no, see, one at that. No. He was incestuous. Well, I guess it's not I, pedophilia if, if you're, you're a also kid, a kid. Right. But it's it grew. Pedophilia. It turned out to be that he was oh, he also a pedophile. pedophile being do it with his first murder, the fourteen year old. But I, the, and then there was a sixteen year old too. Right. Yeah. The incident with his brother and sister, and I think a seventeen year old. His incident with that's not pedophilia. That he was younger than them or younger than the brother. Yeah. So that's not pedophilia. That's his fucked up. Incestuous. Yeah. I said, like that one. Hey, that one still blows my I don't mind. Like, hear no like even as a kid, even as a kid, you're gonna sit there and think, like, well, I think I'm gay, but maybe I'm bi. Let me fondle my little sister. Hey, I don't want to hear no bullshit. This is a fucked up society. It was fucked up back then. What's the most popular fucking searches on Pornhub? Oh no, step bro. I'm <laughs> stuck. Exactly. I'm stuck so in the dryer. Don't act like you're. And you know you fucking search that shit. I don't. Yeah, you don't fucking lie. No, it's weird. It's always like, oh, no, step, bro. I'm stuck in the dryer. Oh, you fucked me. Don't tell mom. I'm just saying there's a fucked up people in the world with some fucked up kinks. 
Well, yeah. Now you're right. Most don't. Most I had a like I said, I, my childhood was nowhere near rosy. I uh, when we did the Quincy, I said there's a fork in the road. I could have went serial killer. Thank God. There's well, a, I think I think I think a lot, a lot of, people of people right hit that fork, and they but usually go to the right instead of taking that hard left. And then next thing you know, you're banging out dudes that you meet in a gay club, and then you're strangling them and jacking off on their dead body. I have a theory. I've come up. I'm, I'm solving the fucking problem right now. Men who have a shitty childhood have struggles and have mommy issues become serial killers. Females that have shitty lives, shitty childhood, and have daddy issues become sluts. That's just the way it works. Bingo. I saw. Well, it. just from my experience in 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 the the research that I've done with my dark mentality. Eileen Wernos that we talked about earlier was a female serial killer because there's not that many. I would be, I think there are. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's not that many that like confirmed. Oh, yeah. There's like her. Um, uh, shut up. Uh, what's what's her name? Fucking Lizzie Borden. Uh, um, there are some. There are those who believe that she did not murder those people. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, who fucking knows? Unconfirmed number of deaths, but Elizabeth That's Bathory. Not- that's not a serial killer. She just killed her. She had stepmom issues and yeah, killed well, her dad. And... But Elizabeth <laughs> Elizabeth Bathory, who we will probably do an episode on oh, at some yeah, point. She, she, that bitch was crazy. She was like biting her servants' tongues out and like she's cuckoo for cocoa. She pops. would she would have them bring her girls, like other servants, bring her female serve other free female servants, and like make them come to her so she could bite them on the face. <laughs> yeah, and then she bathed in their blood, of course. Because I think I think the number put the all in that fucking motherfucker. The cans are knocking. The car's getting stolen. That's not my car. I heard. I heard. If you listen back to the beginning of the podcast, yeah. I said I think Travis is here. I think I hear his car. Well, I had to fucking. I knew, I knew you had to park probably right yeah. there. Yeah. But yeah, still, I don't think there's a confirmed number on Elizabeth Bathory's bodies. No, I think they say it's over five hundred. Here's Possibly over a thousand. But what I was saying is Eileen Warnos was a female serial female serial killer and a sex worker. Cause the I think every man that she killed was a quote unquote John. Cause she always claimed like de- self defense. She was like, he's gonna rape me. I'm like, are you was he? Was he? Or did you just do some shady trans? Excuse me, some shady transaction, and then you were like, "You motherfucker!" Because, from my understanding, I'm not. She was a piece of shit, and she was crazy. But I'm not downplaying. I do believe there was one confirmed case of one of her murders. The guy was like, legitimately, possibly going to was going to hurt her and possibly kill her. Shoot that motherfucker. That's fine. As far as I'm concerned, you can shoot anybody that rapes anybody. Right in the day, shoot their dick off. Okay. Hopefully it's not John Holmes because you better have a fucking banana clip. <laughs> that uh, yeah, he's that, out of, he, can't you jack it off in my house again? I'm just gonna shoot your dick off. You don't have no bullets, bitch. <laughs> a five, five round clip and go get that job done. That's what I'm saying. If you're gonna, if you're trying to, if you're trying to cut off old John Holmes donger, you better be coming to the plate with a fucking a Barrett 50 cal and like a chainsaw. And even then, you better sharpen those teeth. And it better be like one of those logging chainsaws, one of those steel chainsaws that has like the fucking 48-inch blade. <laughs> they use the content. Yeah, yeah. 
Time. Or back in the day, you know, that, that two-man saw. Yeah. And uh, even then, it's, it's going to take you two and a half hours to get through that 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 just champion cock he had. Didn't he die of AIDS? Oh, yeah. Stupid. Well, he, yeah, he was right in that time frame. And think about fucking Nielsen. Well, I guess that was, he kind of predated the, I guess the AIDS actually started back then, but. It was mid eighties where it got rampant. <laughs> you made just made yourself sound so fucking old. Oh, well, no. I guess the AIDS started back then. I, hey, I remember. I lived you know with, the AIDS with the queer homosexuals. I lived with the AIDS. I was my sexual start was during the AIDS epidemic. Oh, I thought you were saying you were you lived with AIDS. I was gonna say, damn, you're no. I'm not saying you're fat, but you're holding on to some pretty good pounds for <laughs> for a patient. My prime screwing years were during the AIDS epidemic. I knew you liked your cocktail, but not that kind. Hey, so I I gambled. Of course, I thought ass was worth it. Fuck it. You remember, I grew, I'm born in 72. Well, I think that had a lot to do with the fucking, uh, a lot of the, the gay hatred or gatred, if you will, is that I don't think the AIDS epidemic helped that. Because everybody was like, well, now... Especially in the religious fucking forum. They're like, the God has stricken down the gays with the AIDS. They're bad. You know, they to, deserve it. To talk about that time, you know, <laughs> you were well aware of it. One more. To another. But in the heat of passion, you don't think well as a man. When the tide rises, for you people that don't get that reference, when the dick gets hard... Your brain, your IQ points drop. And realistically, that's not even just a male problem. I would say it's probably more prevalent in the male society. But I'm not female, so I can't really speak to that. But I, but we can both agree that that goes on on both sides of the right. fence. But I'm just saying, you know, my prime, when I started having sex in my teenage years, was during the AIDS epidemic. Yeah. I was in high school when the shit got real with Magic Johnson. We then can live like, through anything if Magic. Then you when you, Magic Johnson gets, then you say, "Oh shit, this might be really a problem." Because up until that point, well, correct me if I'm wrong. Thing. I could wrong because, like, I I know from what I've seen on on documentaries and shit, but wasn't AIDS AIDS was a gay community and black community thing in the eighties, wasn't it? It was, or not, 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 not that like. But it was more right. It was it was more, I don't want to say rampant, but more present in the black community, was it not? It was present just for the you know. Well, not even really. Yeah, yes, it was. But more, that that might more, have been a smear so, campaign at the same time, right. just like you, you the, the cocaine, the crack thing. You never fucking know. It in the beginning, and I remember as if I remember as more of a gay issue. Yeah, well, I yeah, hands down. And but the, I can. I, it, but I swear I saw I, I've heard that it like they they it kind of got thrown on the inner a lot of inner city black communities too. Be and I think you're probably but like I said right. that's probably a smear campaign that got thrown on top of the fucking the influx of crack by the government, it, which we have documented fact that they really did that shit. Right. I think we trust are, the government, folks. Take the fucking COVID vaccine. File your taxes. Well, I do file your taxes because I'll fucking get you for that one. But. Listen to the government. They want nothing but the best for you. They like to kill black people. They like to kill gay people. They like to. 
there's now that I want to kill Bob Saget. God damn it. There's literally fucking like you can see it's public domain now. Like if you can if you look hard enough, you can find paperwork from the fifties and sixties that was filed and like sent to the president and shit by higher up people in the government about outlining how they were going to go about thinning the population oh. of under a certain income people in this country, most of which were non-white people. Right. But and that's fact. Getting back to your point, I the drug use needles, gay, those were the That's big, what it was. Those it was the, the heroin it was the heroin uh so that's where it tie in inner city. Yes. Inner city. As a white male in suburbia, we didn't have to worry. We, we thought, I, th- I can only think of me, I wasn't that fucking worried about it. Right. Until, you know. Until Magic Johnson got it. And you're like, oh, fuck, that motherfucker can get it? Anybody can fucking get it. See, and that's, that's the racism in the world. If it would have been Larry Bird, no, well, shut this motherfucker down. Oh. But, you know, that's when I was like, oh, shit. You know, in the nine, I was it. What year did he go? I don't know, but I love that I heard some. I was watching a video and I heard that Larry Bird talked shit more than everybody else back in the day. Oh, absolutely. There was one. I forget what it was. uh, I forget who he said he was playing. They were playing. It was. Who the fuck was it? He was playing against a team in like a playoff series or the championship or something like that. And uh, he said to somebody like something about how disrespectful they're being to him tonight. And I guess he had been running his mouth to this other team all night. And he was like, y'all are disrespecting the fuck out of me tonight. And he was like, what do you mean, Larry? You've been running your fucking mouth all night. And he was like, you're disrespecting me. You're going to think that you're going to put a white boy on me and he's going to guard me. (laughs) I was like, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anyway, let's do uh, closing thoughts on final thoughts on this. I don't think it was Bob Saget and Betty White. I'm just kidding. Bite your fucking tongue, motherfucker. Betty White is a national fucking treasure. Oh, yeah. We have no, America doesn't have a mom anymore. Betty White's dead, and the lady that played uh, the mom on Everybody Loves Raymond is dead. She's been dead. Oh, she's been dead for a while. I can't remember her name. Cloris Leachman's dead, too, but she was creepy. Uh, I don't think there was a big sexual component to this <coughs> other than he was gay and liked to have, he wanted to have sex and he just killed his sexual partners. I don't think he killed because of the sexual component. I think it was more companionship, not wanting them to leave, and his obsession with death. Yeah, but his obsession with death was tied into his sexual fantasies. I think it was a, I don't see. He even it. said that he fantasized about he fantas- submissive partners, which gradually increased into dead people. But he fantasized about <laughs> him being dead. Excuse and me, that's probably ra- gross. Him being dead and being raped by the person while he was dead not vice versa i think this was more about his sense of loss wanting companionship and that was the only way and it gets back i to mean his, that's, that's that's not that's not far-fetched by that any gets means back to his grandfather the only person that ever showed him any love i love how the more i drink when i'm here not that i'm drunk or anything but i actually get like i calm down and get like more because yeah, you were hot suffi- well fuck yeah I was nobody's hot. ever said you Travis and sophisticated in the same sentence. No, but I do love when people are like, man, you're smarter than I thought you were. Oh, yes. I'm like, just because I say fuck and do dumb shit doesn't mean I'm a fucking idiot. And you have an amazing memory. You can remember shit. Oh, yeah. I, like, I won't remember. Like, I have horrible short, short-term memory. You couldn't, I, you couldn't tell me my phone number, but you could. No, I didn't, uh, not at could all. Re- I couldn't tell you a single fucking digit of your phone number. Luckily, you remember my name, but 
you could tell me a movie from 19 fucking 80. Yeah. Quit, do a whole scene damn near. Anyway, yeah. But I don't, you know, I, yes, I'm, I'm not saying there wasn't a sexual component, but I think it was more about there was There was, but I, I, think, I, think was, I don't think that it was as... Um, like a dom or, or... I don't think it was as... Not to overuse the word, but I don't think it was as pre- as prevalent in this particular situation as a lot of other ones. And I also think that it was possibly exaggerated in the reasoning for it. Because, oh, and back to it, he was sentenced to life. Life, parole in 25, that got changed. Life without, he died. Yeah. And what, 2013, 14? No. Oh, yeah, 2013, 14. He was like 72 years old. Was it four? I don't think it was 14. It was 13. It was 13, 14. 83, 27. No, 1983. No, that's when he got arrested in 1983. Hold on. I'll look it up. I, it was. Oh, yeah, that was his final victim. Yeah. Uh, hold on. See, this is what happens when I didn't have time. I uh, died. Oh, no, he died 2018, May 12th, 2018. Good. Fuck him. At the age of 72. Good. COVID didn't get him. No, that was what was it? it was complications from a surgery, wasn't it? Uh, he had some. He had a stomach issue. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. He was complaining about stomach pains, and they did some procedure, and like, he had a heart attack or something. So I don't know. Uh, Notice how that's how you know somebody's a fucking sex shit when like I when you're like, how did he die? I don't fucking care. All the all that matters is that he's dead. You know, I'm not big on true crime. <laughs> I'm I should say I'm not big on serial killers. I think we should do true crime because serial killers are all the same. They're all fucked up in the head. They all have mental issues. They kill for a reason. They follow an MO. It's kind of fucking boring. Go get it, boy. Yeah. He's going out the hole or whatever. I don't know. Uh, let's do true crime. Why, why can't we do like a bank robbery or bank heist or drug cartel war or something? Oh, serial killers are all the same. I'm well, not no, saying but if that was if that was that he made it over here real quick. It's a ghost, goddammit. Well, yeah. ghost, ghost, ghost. Yeah. I'm not uh, we could do. We could do. Uh, not. I'm not. That's no crime. Let's do some crime. But bank. Fuck. What was it? The. Um, you know what we ought to do. What? CIA drugs. The. Oh yeah. Barry. Well, I keep want to say Barry White, but uh, Barry Badgernath. No, the guy who flew drugs into Arkansas. Oh, the guy Barry, that Tom Cruise was in the yeah. movie about? Yeah, he worked for the CIA. Yeah. yeah. There's multiple people like that. I mean, that's crime. Uh, we no. could we it, could do the... Uh, fuck, what was that? It was the biggest heist ever. The Wells Fargo heist. Okay. The one they made a movie out of? The next true crime. Let's do something. Well, it was... Uh, or Cartel Masterminds. World. Have you seen Masterminds? With Zach Galifianakis? No. He's a good lord, Janice. He farted right in my butthole. It was like a fart transplant. That movie's about the Wells Fargo heist. It's fucking, it's, it, it's so, like, the first time I really heard the story about the Wells Fargo heist, I almost couldn't believe that it was true. Yeah, but I think we should do the next true crime episode we do. Let's do something like that. Get off the serial killers for a, and then we'll come back to serial killers. We can do that. Um, Shout I, out Screamy Mimi. Look him up on TikTok. We'll have his TikToks on the next episode. I'll pick out a couple really just golden ones. Well, worst case scenario, we'll put him on the phone and do it like I did my did the. Uh, oh, I mean, it's just a yeah. it's just uh, a thing because I think I, I think I'm gonna fucking I'm, I'm gonna I might see if he wants to duet one of our TikToks. 
like one of the ones where I'm where it's just real short and sweet. I yeah, and have him. This weekend there should be some new TikToks. I will get on that this weekend to cut up, start cutting. Oh, up. also everything. I need to talk about that sync thing too. Is pretty much everything in sync. You, you. I have everything in sync. It's all up, so I we can, can get rid of all of it. Yeah. Okay. Because we're gonna need space anyway. Because I'm about to give somebody our sync uh, login for music. Okay. Just to make the transfer. Just of, make sure when they the do files it, easier. Well, I'll t- we'll talk about. It. I'll tell you what when they download it. When they export it, I'll tell you how to export to save space off air. Uh, don't forget, uh, follow us on all the social media. Uh, Instagram, night or ghost underscore night underscore podcast. Twitter at night underscore ghost. Uh, Facebook, just search ghost in the night. G-I-T-N dot podcast on TikTok. On TikTok, which I, I covered all this while you were, before you showed up. Well, nobody listens until I show up. I know, that's true. Actually... Hell, we had more people. I know. I walked in. I was like, fuck, man. Like, it all just went the, to shit when whole, I got here. I was having a good time talking to people. Had good viewer count. You show up. Everybody fucking left. Then it came back at the end. Like, what the fuck, motherfuckers? God, I fucked my pinky up. I don't uh, know what I did. Be sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, smart. share this uh, live stream. Yes, if, please. If you are listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Amazon, Audible. We're pretty much everywhere Everywhere. for the most part. Be sure to rate, review, and also go to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that fucking notification bell so you get notifications about when we upload and when we go live. Because we go live generally at 8 o'clock on Tuesdays. I'm hoping that we will be able to switch back to Sundays or Mondays very soon. Even better, because that way we get the... Preferably, uh, I would prefer to do Sundays. I would prefer to do Because it's just easier for everybody. Uh, we are going to start... That's the only time we ever got any of our UK viewers. Yeah, well, I, I talked about it earlier, because one of the guys... The told, paranormal... Yeah, he was Whatever, no, right no offense, but... But I'm sure I haven't said what time. Oh, yeah. Know. I mean, it's what it's like fucking three or four in the morning in there, right? It's probably like one o'clock when yeah. you know, he shit was He's like, fuck, I'm going to bed with these fucking douchey little bastards going live now. But be sure to aye, like, aye. like, review, share on all our platforms or all of our either YouTube or however you listen, take in the podcast. Yes, we love reviews. Because we get a Tell lot Tell your more, friends about us. We Honestly, we get a lot more downloads than we do views on YouTube. Which is fine. Which we want more which we got a few we're up you know actually we're we got a couple extra subscribers yeah which i was kind of impressed which, with that's cool but the downloads on the audio version is much higher than this we want both let's be honest we want both so be sure to share all of it and if you are listening to this join us live on youtube and when probably next probably next tuesday will still be tuesday right? we'll see Either. It's like I said, you go to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe, and then hit that right. notification bell and turn on notifications. You will get a little bing and when we go live. They'll be on the social media. And when we upload some stupid short that nobody cares about, we get views, but I know nobody's like, that was awesome. The last one didn't get any views. I don't know. It might have been up and down. I, I posted a fucking seven-second reel on Instagram last night, and it jumped up over to like 1,200 within an hour. But yeah, it's weird. Uh, but be sure to share it. We want to grow. If you enjoy what we do, I know we love us. I know we're kind of off the rails, and we go off the 
rails a lot. That's mostly. We could probably done this podcast in about an hour, but what fucking fun is that? Well, if we did it tonight, if we did it in an hour, I would have only been here for uh, seven minutes. Wow. I would say an hour once you get here. Nothing happens until you get here. God be sure right. to like, review, all that shit. We are so Respect grateful. Respect my authority. We are so grateful for all of you that listen, who do interact, who do send us DMs, who do send us emails. Uh, Rob from UK. He, yeah. He sent me some things, the ideas, because he is a patron. Are they assistant. dildos? No. Then I don't care. He sent me some ideas for the episode, which is he's taking instead of the sticker. Uh, he's a Patreon subscriber, okay. patreon.com slash G-I-T-A-N. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I will get with you, and we'll make a decision. Yes, and also if the uh, gentleman that sent us a DM that commented on the last episode is watching or listening to this later, I sent you, yeah, I, I replied to that. I don't know where that fucking DM went. It's gone. Was it a comment or DM? It was a DM. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Wherever it is, it's fuck. I can't find it. So I told him to DM us again. Well, we are getting out of here. Thank you for flattering us by listening to us, interacting with us on the chat. We love you. Uh, be sure to send us an email if you have any questions or you have a story at gitmpodcast at gmail.com. We love you. Thank you. We, we will see you next week. Don't fuck kids. Pedophilia, bad. Oh, Homosexuality, good. The last minute. Serial killing, bad. Yes. Racism, good i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> all right we love you take care